Fanworks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas, with behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join man community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal web online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come! The coordinates like the beam that's pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition.
and welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This is Realme Tays, I have Danny and Brian at my, at my side, and we're Hello. tonight, for the first time tonight, broadcasting simultaneously from Internet Radio, KNET Radio. I'm sure eventually you'll hear about it if you just go around shoutcast and places like that. <laughs> so, which, which day is it today? Today is February 12th. 13th. 13th. We're the 13th. Tomorrow's the 14th. All you lovers Valentine's out there. Day. What's tomorrow Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. That's when you have a, a girlfriend. Or a boyfriend. Because we're okay with that too. <laughs> and just send them flowers. Have a nice time for them. That's it. It's kind of generic though. Everything. Yep. Shouldn't you just do something special? There you go. Do something special for Valentine's Day. I could go on with examples, but I won't. So tonight's main subject will be, of course, the Clone Wars novel, none other than Labyrinth of Evil by James Lucina. Yeah. He redempted himself. <laughs> he redempted himself? Yeah. No, you uh, well, Force was good? In, in my eyes. Okay. In my eyes, he did. So it's a really good thing for all you fans out there who are wondering if, they, if, it, if you should read it. Secondary subject will be a chat with three... St- with three Stokes. Three Stokes. Three Stokes. Three Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work on that pronunciation thing. So, Three Stokes will be uh, on the phone to, uh, with us tonight for yeah, around, around 8 p.m. Around 8 p.m. That's it. Of course, we have the regular segments like Hyperspace, The Pulse, the Community Update. And right now, we're gonna go to my friend Kit Fisto, who's gonna tell you how you can contact us. You can contact us by sending an email to the to the address studio at swendirect.com. You can mute us by MSN Messenger by adding the user uh, swendirect at hotmail.com to your, to your user list. You can reach us by um, going to the main chat. You can watch us by going on to the webcam. And you can also join our newsletter. I don't know if it's... A, yes, it's online. Okay. Um, you can all do that by going to StarWarsOnDirect.com. Yeah. It's not broadcasting right now, right now, but it's going to be pretty soon, I promise. Sebastian's working webcam? on okay. it, and we're going to get around to it. And why don't we go back to um, Danny. Danny? Oh, with the sound card crash, because yeah. okay. we're still experimenting with the term we did. Yeah, this morning the sound card crashed, so... It can happen today also, so we, we never know if it crashes, we'll be back uh, within two or three minutes now. So just stay on, stay with us, bear with us, we'll talk to you in the chat, make sure you don't freak out. <laughs> yeah. okay. But I, I don't think for two minutes, there's a two minute buffer for Shotcast, so they might not even hear it. Hear it. Yeah. Okay, just, that's perfect. Just gonna skip. Cool. And uh, we're from the producer, so uh, Brian just mentioned it. We have a new URL available, so you have swendirect.com, that's working, and we have another one, it's starwarsondirect.com, so Star Wars in one word, the old word, star and wars, endirect. How do you spell that? (laughs) Yes. S-T-A-R. W-A-R-S. E-N. D-I-R-E-C-T.com. Also, we have I've updated the staff page, the stars under a crew, so you can see a little uh, photo of us plus a little description of us. You can learn a little bit more all about us. So now everybody knows I don't have a freaking life. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So that's about it. Remember that. 
And uh, we won the. You did you mention the sound, sound crash? Yes. Of course we did. You don't pay attention, Sebastian, my friend. I don't. And I'm the I'm host sorry. of the show. That's really bad. <laughs> so we're gonna go into movie reviews right now with none other than the, the movie review of Constantine, the incredible movie that was actually uh, taken from, well, inspired from uh, Hellblazer. Vertigo DC, DC comic. Uh, you can actually see it at the beginning of the movie. That's where, it's from. That's where it's, it comes from. The uh, the movie itself stars Kenny Reeves and uh, Rachel Weiss, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna try and see if I pronounced yeah. it right, yeah. but Brian can work on that on me eventually. You know, we'll do it better. And uh, the movie itself is really good. Uh, very nice visual works that was done, the special effects and everything, uh, it's w- very well inspired t- from the, the, the comic Hellblazer, it's mm-hmm. the story of John Constantine, who basically has kind of a superpower that can see demons and angels he's, he's, on a, he's, a, he's a psychic and yeah. that's it. Uh, everybody thought when he was younger that he was crazy, so he attempted suicide at one point. He died for a couple of minutes. That's right, he went directly to hell because he was damned for killing himself, and then He was brought back, back. And but now he was condemned to go back to hell, to hell. unless anyway. he did something else. Yeah. So he tried to redeem himself through his action. There you go. On Earth. Because God and Lucifer, they made a little wager bet together, yeah. and a little wager together of who's going to get as many souls as possible before the end of the hurt and of uh, this world, basically. And they can actually send people to. Influence. influence some decisions of some people, but they cannot interfere. So, for instance, in yeah, that movie, uh, we see Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, how do they call them? Half, uh, half half-breeds. Half-breeds. That's so it. they have half-breeds over there, which are half-demon, half-human, or half-angel, half-humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Constantine, Constantine can actually see those people and interact with them a little bit more casually than other people <laughs> would do. Uh-huh. And uh, what, he, what he does is, when some of those... Uh, Avery's actually break the, the rule, the rules of the wager, and they actually influence the direct death by doing something. Uh, he just goes and settles the scores. Yeah, <laughs> and he kills them yeah. and sends them back straight to hell. Yeah, Or not even not even if, if they're angels, they actually he actually sends them to hell. For instance, Gabriel in that movie, you'll see what happens to him. Mm-hmm. But very nice little cliche. Him, to, uh, her, dogma. Yeah, her. W- is it is it uh, who plays Gabriel? Rachel Weiss? No. No. Rachel Wise actually plays uh, just well the police woman Isabel Jezebel. Okay, whatever. So the, the twin the, 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 the twin sister that's it. And uh, it's a great sh- movie. She's the sh- she's basically going to be the psychic who's going to give birth to Maman, which is Lucifer's son. Son. Fun. Because at the beginning of the movie, there's this little Mexican guy that finds the Spear of Destiny. Which is also called Spear of Longinus or the Spear okay, that killed God. And uh, no, it's actually very good. It's worth seeing uh, in the theater. I don't have the money to go see movie. I'm just saying it's v- very much well see- worth yeah. seeing it at 10 bucks. And um, not even a matinee, just like invest in yeah. that movie because for for my taste, it's one of the best. It's it's comic a, it's in my top three yeah. comic adaptations. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, that's John Constantine. That there's a half breed just messing with your throat right now. <laughs> Messed with the movie. There you go. And John Constantine has cancer, so 
That's right. John Constantine is dying of uh, lung, lung, cancer. lung cancer for smoking too much, and he just keeps on smoking all through the movie. But you got and those general surgeon messages that just like get through, they get burnt and everything. So it's really like, don't smoke. Bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's DC it, doing their part. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's really clear that they they promote uh, non-smoking <laughs> there. That's or true. are they? Yeah. Or are they? That is the question. Well, you know, actually, if you're smoking cigarettes and you know that there's a risk that you're going to get lung cancer, it's kind of suicide on a long-term basis. So you're basically going to damn yourself if, if you start why smoking I, cigarettes. But why would you pay to kill yourself? I, that, just, that just totally escapes me. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, like, I'll pay for, like, Coke or, like, a, like a Coke every day. Like, there's so much sugar in there. You're going to die anyway from that. <laughs> At least I'll enjoy it. Because <laughs> it tastes like crap. You'll have fun. <laughs> exactly. That's it. But uh, it's definitely a movie you should go see. Uh, you will see some some scenes that look like The Matrix at some point. It's Keanu Reeves. It's, it's a Warner Brothers yeah. movie as well. Yeah. So there you go. Unfortunately, the adaptation doesn't take place in England. Yeah, where, uh, where the actual... Yeah, well, the Hellblazer comic actually goes back and forth from England to uh, United the, States. the United States. So okay. it makes sense. Okay. But then again, how can you, how can you picture and... A World War Two artifact that can actually that that actually that made its way all the way to, to Mexico, Mexico. <laughs> wrapped in a Nazi flag. Wrapped in a Nazi flag. That's it. But, well, that made that the Nazi, the Nazi flag made sense because yeah. at the beginning of the movie they say like the spear of uh, if you have the whoever whoever holds the spear of destiny in its hand holds the nope. bal- well the balance of the world yeah. in its hands and. The other, the other quote is, the script destiny has disappeared ever since the end of World War II. Yeah. So the right Nazi- there... Okay, the, the Nazis in every sci-fi series, the Nazis are there. In Star Wars, they're there in the uniforms. They're there in Star Trek. They're there, they're there in, in Stargate. They're in everything. In the inspired Indiana the Jones. Jones. Exactly. Yeah. The Nazis are always there. Worst bad guys ever are always the Nazis. Mm-hmm. You can't mess with them. Hitler was the king. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about the king, maybe the king of <laughs> Of people. bad guys, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Not the king of all the world. <laughs> you want it to be. On this note, <laughs> so would you recommend going seeing oh it? Oh, yeah. Cinema, definitely. There you go. I will go see, see it uh, again. Again. With uh, Valerie. Oh, the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. She When she saw the trailer, she, hey, we, we have to go see it. Then she was disappointed that I, I didn't see it. <laughs> Uh, first time you actually got it from here <laughs> at the very last minute <laughs> oh we have to thank we'd like to thank very much uh, the guys at uh, DVD Passion for putting that same note Charles in particular too for inviting us to the, this wonderful premiere again thank you very much uh, DVD Passion on Promenade Saint Bruno is the best place on the south shore of Montreal to get your DVDs there you go and now we're going to go to a short musical break we're going to be listening to Eels Saturday morning and we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fan. Coming 
just when you thought it was safe to listen to Star Wars parody audio. Now, it's back. That's right, Tatooine TV is back. After a slight delay and technical glitches, Tatooine TV is back. Back with more fun, more silliness, and yes, once in a while, more jokes. So sit back, relax, and have fun, and listen to Tatooine TV. And now, here it is, Tatooine TV. Oh yeah, we know what she smells. She smells Hot Pops. Hot Pops are the tastiest treat this side of the galaxy. Wampas will do anything to get them. But we've rescued some just for you. Hot Pops come in three fabulous flavors. Beef, chicken, and mystery meat. Let's listen to a Wampa eating a Hoth Pop right now. Bet you can't guess what flavor it is, but he knows, and so will you. Hoth Pops, frozen meat on a stick. Hoth Pops, try them today. Have you ever been in this situation? Anakin, can you hear me? I am facing 20,000 Gobon troops. I need your help. Hurry. Master, I can barely hear you. You said you're glazing 20,000 donuts? Oh, rock on. I'm happy for you. It's times like these I wish I had an Oshuritan com link. Take that, you vile creature. Oh no, not multi-growback arms. With Oshirits on comlinks, you'll never be in a tough spot like that again. Dagobah tree caves, caves on asteroids, Ewok tree huts, and Bespin. It's better service than those other comlink companies. With Oshirits on comlinks, you can have service like this. This is the Koban General Pallet. Dispatch the troops to destroy the Jedi. Anakin, I am facing 20,000 Gobon troops. I'll be right there, Master. No, I said this is Malak. Malak. M-A-L-A-K. Anakin, are you coming? Right behind you, Master. Oh, sure, it's on comlinks. When using the Force doesn't work, use an oh, sure, it's on comlink. Official comlink of Jedis everywhere. Dispatch troops. T-R-O-O. Tatooine TV Episode 23 is a Jeffroni Designs production. For full credit information, please visit jrdonline.com. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. 
the online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Who's the 501st? Hi, this is Jay Thompson, producer and director of Heart of an Empire, the documentary. And you're listening to Star Wars Indirect. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct Voice of Star Wars Fandom. This is a show about Star Wars and only Star Wars, so if you want to talk about something else than Star Wars... Better Star Wars off! Just like... Or it was before the... Go somewhere else, I don't know. The first part of the, of of the, the show. show. That's where we don't touch Star Wars. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and now, my friend Kit Fisto is going to tell me who's in the chat right now. We have Dita Tori, Delos, Icaras, Icasara, I don't know. Octavius <laughs> <laughs> 3, Raven, Sultry Song, uh, Nathan, Taxman, uh, Tiger Claw. Oh, yeah. Taxman. Taxman. Uh, kick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how, uh, how difficult is it to pronounce Ekestra? Ekestra? Ekestra. Ekestra. Okay, I don't read He's anime. He's from Ottawa. I don't do anime, man. Oh, cool. Hi, Ottawa. That is so, like, not cool. <coughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start off our show with the hyperspace segment which today will be somewhat around 15 to 20 minutes. I want to warn you that uh, if you want to discuss anything Star Wars Episode 3 related, anything! Okay, and Super Shadow, I don't ever want to see his name again, so don't put that anywhere <laughs> in my chat room, please. Thank you. So if you want to talk about Star Wars Episode 3, go into My Room 1. Uh, we want to warn you that today we're talking about Labyrinth of Evil. It's the book that comes just, just, just before Star Wars Episode 3. Isn't it like hours to minutes before it starts? Yeah, it's minutes before it starts. So there's going to be spoilers during the main subject. We're sorry. If you, if you don't want to listen, just like cut off right now. It's better for you. But if you want to do it right now and talk about Star Wars spoilers, go in My Room 1. Oh, 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 oh. and I have something really cool for people that go into the Star Wars My Room 1. Oh. Yes, Brian worked very hard with some friend of his and he did something really cool, so go see it. It's, 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 link. it's yeah. worth it. Thank you, Ikasra. See, it's Ikasra. Okay. See, we, we gotta spell it for you, every name. It's like Romy <laughs> Taste. How, how, ta- how hard is Romy Taste to pronounce? It's not uh, pronounceable. There you go. <laughs> so, um, basically, from the time you hear the, um, the introduction of the, uh, of the hyperspace segment, you can just turn down the volume for the next 15 minutes. If you want to talk about Star Wars spoilers, do it in the forums and chat rooms that are allowed to it on the internet. Don't spoil those little spoiler virgins out there. They want to stay virgin till the episode 3. It's their right. Respect they just that. Like respect that. Here you go. So, on to the show. Engage. Oops. Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mom. All right, stand by. 
kind of sad, but I gotta do it because it's something that came out in the past. It's it's not really a spoiler anymore, but it concerns Star Wars Episode Three, and that's the title crawl. Yay, Yay! It's out. Revenge of the Sith. War. The Republic is crumbling under attacks by the ruthless Sith Lord Count Dooku. Our heroes on both oh. sides. Evil. Y- you might want to. Is everywhere. Yeah, you want to put some music on there. Yeah, definitely. Just. Just main like team. Main team. There you go. Not very good. Okay, start again. War! The Republic is crumbling under attacks by the ruthless Sith Lord, Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere. In a stunning move, the Fenship Droid leader, General Grievous, has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. As the Separatist Droid army attempts to flee the besiege, capital with their valuable hostage, Two Jedi Knight lead a desperate mission to rescue the, the captive Chandler. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Whee! So it's I just a bit slower in the movie. Yeah, it's a, or faster, I don't know. No, I think it's slower. Slower? Yeah. Well, anyhow, you're going to see how it all mixed up with Labyrinth of Evil later on when we talk about it. this great book by James Lucino. James, I'm really happy. I like you now. <laughs> Now, do, do you remember what you said about James Lucino when we... Uh, yeah, I remember what I said about him. So that's what I'm saying. I, I love him now. He's like really cool now. When we were talking to uh, Troy Denning? Yes, I did. I, I did. It's, it's, it's re- not... It's not uh, Lucino is not Troy Denning. That's real. Yeah, that's... Hey, I have to bring that up. He always dude, buries himself. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> He's you know what? Himself a grave. No, no. Yeah, but at the time I really believed it. But now I apologize, James. I apologize publicly to you. I was wrong. You are a very, very, very good at writing. Like a master of writing. <laughs> this is literacy. Literally literacy. Literacy? What the hell yeah, are you it. talking about? Shut up. Literature. Literature. That's cool. Okay. Literature completely different, man. <laughs> it's it's so, literacy. Well, I so hope so. So hyperspace is going straight into the office of Chancellor Palpatine as he's talking with Anakin. Palpatine... Uh, starts saying that he can give the kid everything he wants. All he has to do is just really want it and act in act consequently in order to get what he wants. He also says, I can help you to save Padme. Dark Plagueis really existed, said Palpatine. Hanneken looks at him and says, Existed? Dark Plagueis was my master. He taught me the key of his powers before I Killed him. Hanneken took his lightsaber, ready to hit the set. But he didn't even try to actually resist about it. He just looked at Anakin straight into his eyes and he said, The Sith, contrary to the Jedi's, they do not submit to destiny. They make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're so into it now. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> a Jedi acquires his powers throughout comprehension. A Sith acquires comprehension throughout power. That's the difference. Palpatine started telling the Jedi how much he he wanted to bring peace and order to the galaxy, and how his knowledge is they're going to die with him, as well as Padme. That was enough to stop Anakin. He cannot kill the Sith. He wants... He just wants to surrender him to the Jedi. And that's what he does. Runs after the Jedi Temple... As Mace is receiving a message concerning the success of Obi-Wan's on Utapo, he killed General Grievous. Suddenly, Hanneken enters the room. He's in, a, he's in a total state of shock. 
he says everything, he repeats everything to Mace. Palpatine is Sidious. Mace tells him to stay in the in the Jedi Council and not move from there. While he actually he actually takes up upon him to act against Palpatine, basically Sidious. Yoda is still in Kashyyyk, so some of the guys on the Jedi Council are not too sure about all the actions they should take. But Mace Windu basically has power, power, power over them while Yoda's away, so. He takes Ajin Kola, Mace Windu, Kid Fisto, and Saisitin with him. He takes himself. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> takes himself. Of course. And he levitates all the way over there. <laughs> and they actually take a gunship towards uh, Palpatine's office to stop him. Uh, Mace tells Shakti to prepare the, def- the, defense, the defense mechanism, the defense systems of the Jedi Temple un- against any possible attacks that, un- in case they fail. Because you never know, you know. The guy's been the city's been hiding right in front of their nose. Like Jared Bruckheimer probably will be signing a new contract for the TV series, like CSI Jedi. Because <laughs> as we're gonna see in Labyrinth of Evil, they're they're very good CSIs. That's really cool. So as Shakti is preparing herself to defend the Jedi Temple, Anakin takes a speeder and just flies away uh, in the in the rain, and he goes to Palpatine's office because he wants to see what's gonna happen. Meanwhile, the Jedi, uh, they get to the Senate. Mace and his group uh, just go to the office of Palpatine, and that's when you can see him actually activi- act- activating a little audio uh, recording s- re- a recording device. And he, he, he hides his lightsaber under his large hempel robe. The, set, the trap is set. The four Jedi confront Palpatine, and he just goes, What the heck are you talking about, guys? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't done that. I don't know. And they actually open their their lightsaber, but without any, any signs precursing to that. Sidious takes his lightsaber, and he just chops Saisitine in ancient colons in, within seconds. And then he shouts... Murder! Treason! And he just smiles. Puts his finger up to his lips. I don't know if it's a little finger. That would be funny. You know, <laughs> expect <laughs> someone <Evil>. else. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Evil. Dr. Evil. And he, he just like blinks to the other Jedis. And he points to a little recording device. And he destroys it with his lightsaber. <laughs> and then he said, that's it. Sidious said. And with his lightsaber. He chops off Kid Fisto's head again. Because the guy's like decapitating everybody. Freaking incredible. What's with him? His head's gonna roll. <laughs> See, episode 3. Heads are gonna roll. <laughs> so that's when May starts fighting with him. Two, both of them actually fight. And uh, that's when Hanekin gets himself to the, to, to the office and he actually sees what's happening into the office. The head of Kit Fisto bounced on Anakin's. Uh, bounce on, on Palpatine's desk <laughs> and it's just looking at the f- at, at, uh, through at Palpatine the through the window <laughs> it's like at Anakin <laughs> poke poke if you poke his eyes you know do they get back oh, in the head or on. something <laughs> Bro, we, do we, if we poke your eyes do they go back into your head do we, things we'd <laughs> I like think to know they just fall into the back of your head oh no that's it yeah they go back in <laughs> so as Anakin gets in front of the window he actually see uh, the, the, the body of and the head of Kitfisto he breaks the window get inside uh, going through the little corridor of the uh, that leads to the, the Chancellor's public office, where he's actually fighting Mace Windu by now. 
Anakin stops, looks at the looks at the jewel hidden in the the shadows. Mace slash a hole in the in the windows of uh, his office of Palpatine's office. Tries to push him through the window, doesn't work. That's when the the the, the fight actually moves on to the outside, and on this on the very very thin uh, steps re- next to the executive office of uh, the Republic, they keep on fighting under the rain. After a lot of fighting, Mace finally managed to cut to cut uh, Palpatine's lightsaber in, in two. What's with cutting lightsaber into in those movies? <laughs> Finally, someone someone got the ultimate defense. Yay! That's when Sidious actually turns to Anakin and he said, You know what? I know you're there. He's like, You see? I told you about the Jedi and their treasons. Mace keeps on looking at Sidious. Suddenly, as Mace is about to hit down his final strike to Sidious, that's when Palpatine just takes his hand and he takes big bolts out of his hands. His face suddenly goes old, just like that. And he goes, "Idiot! I'm not that fool. <laughs> Much more powerful than you, I am." Oh yes. <laughs> Mace actually blocks the, uh, the, the the bolts with his lightsaber, but it's a really tough moment for both fighters as they actually try to appeal to Anakin. Both of them. He's now standing by by Mace. He's not sure what he should do. Sidious wants him to kill the master, but the Jedi Master wants him to kill the Sith. It's back and forth, so you know, dilemma, dilemma. Add tails. Should have like given the kid a flip, flip a <laughs> coin or something. So that's when he decides to make his choice. Palpatine actually falls on his knees and prays so that Mace actually take him, take pity onto him. Spare me. However, <laughs> Mace doesn't do so. He is about to take the final stroke again. <laughs> And Mace says, "Wait!" And that's when that Mace says, "Says wait." When no, Anakin says, Anakin. "Wait!" And uh, don't kill him. You can't kill him, Master. And of course, he says, "Yes, I can." <laughs> I'm Windu, Mace Windu. I must. <laughs> and uh, he said, "You you came to stop him. He must has have a pr- have a. He must be judged and everything." And he says, taking him to trial would be a real joke. Uh, there's he's the one controlling every just every every jury out there. He's he controls the courts. He controls the senate. He, he controls, controls everything. Everything. Are you are you gonna kill them all as well? As he as he would do. Mace basically just took his arm down at this point, and he's like, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. If you have, if you could have taken Dooku alive. Would you? And he can look at me and like, that was different. Because I'm a whiny bastard. That was different. <laughs> so, he says, well, he can explain the difference to me when he's dead. But I need him alive. I need him to save Padme. But Mace still goes on and tries to kill him. But that's when Anakin takes all his rage and cut the arm of Mace. She just, just gets back to his feet and strikes him with more force bolts. And there you go. Through the window. <laughs> bye bye, window. Flying window. And window through the window. Window through the, through the window. Mm. And once Mace has died, Anakin officiali- uh, officialize his uh, attachment to the Sith Order. Sidious gave, gives him the title of Darth Vader. That's when he gives him his first mission sterilization of the Jedi Temple. 
And the, one of the following scenes. I like the term sterilization. That's it. <laughs> We're gonna cut him up root. <laughs> and especially like how there's like like those four pillars. You just like cut them at the root. <laughs> there you go. That's how it happens. <laughs> you see, that's yeah. when the <laughs> there you go. Wait, wait, wait. Wee. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, one of the following scenes you'll see is basically Anakin and uh, walking with clones behind him, just going on the Jedi Temple and doing what he shouldn't have done: kill all the younglings, poor little kids. They could have chosen to go to the dark side. Little sit apprentice running all over the place. <laughs> like a happy family. Would have been nice, but no. One of the other things that was confirmed in the past three weeks is that Penny will lead a delegation of 2,000 senators of different worlds and petition for the removal of power from the ends of Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. She agrees to lead the delegation on the condition that they consult with the Jedis, and particularly an old friend of hers, Obi Wan Kenobi. Upon presentation of said petition, however, he rejects furiously. And he storms out of the meeting, Palpatine. He then gives the infamous Order 66. For those who've still wondered, that's the, fa- that's the order that will actually have the clones turn on the Jedi generals and the beginning of the Empire. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them all! John Williams has started recording the uh, Star Wars Episode 3 score. And uh, there's, mm-hmm. a lo- there's a lot there's a lot that's been going on in, this, in the, uh, the sound section recently, so that's basically what we're into right now. And there were a couple of uh, actual titles of pre, you know, titles for scores on the score of Episode 3 that were given out on Star Wars Hyperspace. Some were very clear, some we actually made tentative because we think that's what they're going to be. So there's Fighting with Grievous, Plans for the Twins, then those bastards, they folded two pieces of paper together so we can't see the titles, but we're thinking it's Darth Vader Rise... And then on the other piece of paper it says The Separatist Menace and Good Guys Arrive Swimming Droids and something That begins with a Y, we don't know what it might be It's like yellow banana, magic bananas Or something <laughs> like that <laughs> Banana magic Whee! Moving things along Palpatine's Big Pitch Boys into Battle, Scenes and Dreams Riding the Lizard See that could be so misinterpreted <laughs> A moody trip and, and after that, a moody trip there you go. <laughs> Yo- Yoda's to exile. And then there's only Obi-Wan that you can see, but I'm thinking it's probably Obi-Wan's last voyage or Obi-Wan's exile as well. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, there were also an, some few other uh, titles that were mixed in the text. There was Palpatine's TV set. Probably will be changed. Yeah, or the Grand Chamber or something. <laughs> Panmei's visit. Palpatine's seduction. Like, why did I just picture Palpatine in a big red dress? <laughs> <laughs> Heroes collide. Another happy landing. That's most definitely right after the uh, the beginning of the movie, right after uh, the during the space battle and everything. Yoda's fall and revisiting Panmi. So you know, going on again, going on again. No, I won't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So. As the tentative four, as a tentative, as a tentative four enters Kashyyyk space, they avoid being detected as a solo combat zone using a Jedi detector recuperated by Captain Antilles on the Jedi Starfighter. Bail looks for a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> One of the screens shows a definite bleep 
It's a Wookiee ship, sir. But it doesn't make any sense. Why would a Wookiee try to flee Kashyyyk aboard a rescue ship? Interesting. Any signs of life? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's most definitely the scene describing the rescue of Yoda from uh, Kashyyyk. <laughs> And poor Yoda. And you can also see the uh, before the helmet picture. Yeah. And poor nice Yoda. Picture. He blames himself for the fall of the Jedi Order. He realizes that he's still very much a arrogant himself, and that there is still much he needs to learn. As he talks to the Force in, this, in a particular scene in the movie, the Force has, strangely enough, Qui Gon's voice, reassures him that he expl and, and explains to him that there is much more to the Force, and he talks about the Living Force. Love is the answer to darkness, is one of the lessons Qui-Gon teaches Yoda on that day, and Yoda learns a lesson in humility decreeing himself, Padawan of Qui-Gon, which is one of the reasons, I believe, he decided to exile himself to our dearly beloved Dagobah, which lovely swamps, and Brian sleeping. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> <Huh>? Sleeping? <laughs> well, uh, hey, he didn't do it. And uh, there you go. I guess that's pretty much it. There's... Uh, You, you got something else you'd like to did have? Did you put the link in the chat? Yes, I did. Okay, did. So, so people have checked it out. And uh, you're going to see uh, very many beautiful things because it's the it's on the Millennium Falcon, if I'm not mistaken. And yes. it's basically the description of the entire movie with... With pictures, like a storybook. Yay! Cool. Lots and lots like of pictures. Like I'm Yeah. I, I guess. Kind of. I guess, but I put it all in order. What? Yeah, that we, we got and that too. Text. Okay. <laughs> I'll Sorry, show <laughs> I'll show you. It's okay. But his is is like open source, so people can actually go to it and add some stuff. Okay. And no, then he well edits it. Yeah, and then I edited it. Yeah. Nice. Because so it's, it's too hard to do it all by myself. All by yourself. So it's <laughs> oh man. So get the source time. <laughs> Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Just to remind everyone, spoilers are Off. over, for now at least. Not in until such a point when we go into Labyrinth of Evil. They are on pause. So in collecting news, the Revenge of the Sith production presentation. You can check out pictures, um, of all of the Revenge of the Sith product presentations, um, so you can see all how they're going to look like in the um, in your local shops like Walmarts or Kmarts or other such fine venues, if you want to call them fine venues. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going to put up a link in the chat so you can go check that out. It might be spoiler, so don't. It's you know collecting news. It's the the official site isn't going to hold it and isn't going to pull any punches for you non-spoiler folk. It's up to yourselves pretty much at this point. Um, also, the Celebration 3 badges have been revealed. All right. You can go check them out at the official site, and I'm going to put up a link as well. There, Darth Vader is the four-day patch with a the kids' version coming in as Anakin from the Clone Wars. Cool. The uh, four-day Thursday pass is, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's... Um, The, the then the Thursday pass is Mace Windu, um, yeah, and his Clone Wars alternative. Padme is Friday, and then also Clone Wars Yoda, Yoda Saturday, Clone Wars Sunday, Obi Wan, and his Clone Wars equivalent. 
So you can check those out. Check those out on the official site. And some people will actually buy all. Well, all they're the really cool to, to collect them. Well, they're really cool. They're really cool looking. Well, it's kind of expensive. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the coolest ones I think were the uh, Celebration One badges because mm. there was one for like volunteers, for staff. There's all different pictures, and mm -hmm. they were really cool looking. Well, I I'm happy that the Dark Vader one is the all weekend, all uh, yeah. all access. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Well, Darth Vader is going to be the symbol yeah, for that's it. Episode Three. Yeah. Also, uh, Attack Six. The initial wave will consist of 34 Attack Six figures and two deluxe Attack Six figures. It's split between randomly boost, uh, packed booster sets and blind package secret figures. So you'll get like uh, four figures you see and then one you don't in these uh, boxes, or just random boosters. Um, the initial wave, there's 30, 30 um, booster ones that will come in boosters, and then there's the starter set, which has uh, a battle droid, a super battle droid, Wookiee warrior, clone trooper, another clone trooper, Obi-Wan lightsaber, Anakin lightsaber, Wookiee commando, and the bark trooper. Those, that's the, uh, those ones in the starter sets, and then there's a whole long list if you go, uh, if you hit Rebel Scum or Galactic Hunter, or even StarWars.com, they have a bunch of pictures. Um... I'll also, there's StarWars.com did a little feature on them. I'll put up the link if you want to go check that out later. Um, that is from the uh, official website. Um, I think it's doomed to fail. I think because it has. Very much so. Because kids do not have the money to invest in a miniatures collectible card game, game like this. It will fail. It's going to fail hard because the real collectors have already bought into the miniatures, and the miniatures look—they are the figures are nicer. They are not. They don't look like play school toys. Um, can I, be collected or played. Yeah, and these are just like their their fists are oversized and their bodies are really small, and like they have projectiles, and it's. It, I I think it's doomed to fail. So I'm sorry. Miniature with Jedi action. Yeah, and like their lightsabers swing, and it just looks stupid. Um, and what's really cool is coming out. They, they, they've announced these Revenge of. They've, they're putting out Revenge of the Sith board games, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the new ones will be a brand new Shriver Pursuit DVD Star Wars Saga Edition. Cool. Now that's going to be really cool because it's going to cover the whole saga and it's going to be DVD. I think that's. That's one of the things I'm going to want to pick up because it looks really cool. And they also have a new life game, a new Monopoly, etc., etc., etc. I'm also putting up a link to that. You can go check that out on the official site. They've put up a bunch of different pictures and descriptions of what the different board games will be. Um, also, the cereal. They're having another Kellogg cereal giveaway for... Um, like we've discussed the like cereal box uh, like we discussed it during dinner you know it's it will be uh, a flood you're going to have a flood, a flood of, of publicity uh, like for episode 1 yeah. but we'd like to remind you that if you have any actual thoughts on this subject please do not go to the starwars.com forums and flood about it <laughs> okay um so the re the Kellogg's boxes there will be a feature a free episode 1 DVD offer so if you don't have episode 1 on DVD Go check it out. There'll be a free offer. Um, the cereal boxes that will be included in this promotion, but are not limited to, but we know for sure, is Frosted Mini Wheats, Apple Jacks, Corn Pops, and Fruit Loops. So probably a bunch of other, like uh, Frosted Flakes will be included as well, like Kellogg's. All the Kellogg's brand will probably be included in some way. All the crappy cereal. I don't know. I like Kellogg's for, for <laughs> cereal. 
Uh, frosted fruit, frosted flakes are really good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um. I'm in for the body. <laughs> yeah, I'm in for the flavor. <laughs> um. Also, um, this April, on April second, there will be new lightsabers coming out, electronic lightsabers, mm. and guess what? They come with a DVD. Oh no. Yes, they do. Bash your TV with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the bonus oh. DVD will contain <laughs> chapter 1 and 8 of the first season of the animated Clone Wars. Um, a mini documentary, The Legend of the Lightsaber, which includes some spoilers for episode 3. And it shows some storyboards and actual weapons of Grievous bodyguards. So if you've seen the new figures coming out, you've seen I'm sure you've seen the uh, Grievous bodyguards. And uh, they also include a little spoiler that I'll be able to post up into my room one if you want to go check it out. Um, so, uh, about the Grievous bodyguards and their weapons, um, it would also include a Star Wars trilogy DVD ad for like a TV ad thing, and two ads for the Star Wars uh, original trilogy collection fig- uh, uh, figures and lightsabers. So, they've already been spotted out as well, so that's how we've gotten this report. So, go check out you know your local crap markets. Um, also, in book news, well, Labyrinth of Evil came out on the 25th of January, so it's been out. You can order it off any number of uh, online bookstores and in bookstores as well. Mm-hmm. Very good book. Danny's is saying very good book. I think we're going to go further into it, right? Oh, yes. Uh, a little bit further. Um, in comic news, for May, there will be Star Wars Empire number 33. It'll be on May 4th. Uh, Star Wars Grievous number 3. Um, and Star Wars Republic 77, the losses for the Republic and the Jedi in the Clone Wars have been staggering and it continues the story and it leads it's one of the first ones that leads up into um, leads up in before it leads up into Revenge of the Sith and then the Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 6 on the Fields of Battle continues where Jedi's are going after bounty from the bounty hunters to the untamed world of the edges of the galaxy the Jedi must go where the Clone Wars takes them, and it's further adventures of them. On to video games. Republic Commando has gone gold! Yeah! So, the Republic Commando game will be available on March 1st. Sebastian and Danny are excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like absolutely I, no I reaction I whatsoever. I hope I will have the money. <laughs> And uh, if you preview, if you pre-order it, you get a thermal detonator stress ball. Cool. That's so I just cool. think that's a very Dude. cool thing they, they did for uh, the fans. I so have got to pre-order. If um, you want the tr- to play the demo, which I played, cool demo, very cool demo, a lot of fun. I put up a link in uh, my room one. I'll put it into, my, into the default room as well. Um, that's the uh, demo. Um, you can also... Danny will put up the link that you can go get the soundtrack, which is also very good. Which is playing in the background? Which is playing right now. Very good, very very good soundtrack. Star Wars inspired, free. but not by John Williams. Yeah. And there's no... Nothing from the original 
content of from Star. It's not what from some Star Wars. It's all okay. original, originally yeah. written for the game. Also, those on the Mac on, on the Mac platform, you can rejoice. Finally, Battlefront is coming to the Mac. Only a year late. Um, <laughs> Aspire is the great company. Aspire is offering up pre-orders now, so you can get Star Wars Battlefront. Um, if you have an iMac, Power Mac, or Power Book, you should be good. Now, if you have an iBook like me, or if you have an eMac or the Mini Mac, I'm sorry, but your video card doesn't cut it. This is the problem with the Macs. I realize this: the video cards just aren't good enough because you can't upgrade them. Which is the which is usually like the other way around. Yeah, but, but usually, <laughs> but uh, honestly, um, except for the gaming. the iBooks, the eMacs, and the Mini Macs aren't really made for gaming. Um, if you want to game, I'd say go for a Power Mac G5. PC, <laughs> or you could get a Windows crap box. Just get an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really <laughs> I, like I don't play that many games. And if you feel bad, just buy a Mac Mini and put a PC into it, like they did on the screen. Oh gosh, no, don't do that. That's blasphemy. You won't you won't get the same performance out of it anyway, Sebastian. Um, on to Celebration Three mm. news. You can go onto StarWars.com, and they have a checklist on how to have more fun at Celebration 3. But it's organized fun, so I don't know about it. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like nine they, tell you, they tell 9 o'clock, wait in line for panel. 9.30, wait in line for panel. I don't know. 10 o'clock, wait in they're, line they're for They're saying, panel. like, for the Star Wars fan clubs, you can, like, pick up your things early and all kinds of stuff. But the, 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 the limit... That you need to you need to order your tickets is March fourth. I'm pretty sure, so I will be ordering mine on March third. <laughs> um, also, these you have to order like another ticket. No, you have to order the first ticket. Your pass for four days by March third. Oh, by then, don't you have your ticket already? Mm, I've not paid for it. Oh, okay. I have the money towards it, but I haven't paid for it. <laughs> um, to mini news. The uh, you can read the Star Wars developers chat for the mini log where I asked several questions, um, just to toot my own horn. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting to find out all about the new really cool stuff that's coming out. Um, I talked Martin and I talked about it last time, so go read the official release, um, release of the chat log. Also, the first pictures from the Revenge of the Sith line of miniatures have come up. Mm. Um, Miguel from uh, SithClan.net has put up the picture and I have put it up in the chat and you can go check it out. Grievous is got a light, uh, green lightsaber and you see there's going to be two Anakins in this set. Dark Jedi and or I think it's gonna be Sith Lord and uh, and Jedi Knight. And there's also going to be a Darth Vader in this set and there's a bunch of other guys. Grievous, bodyguards and all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, so, and also, Mikael has, from Sithland, has put up a, um, sort of calendar for us, for the miniatures for the rest of the year, In on March 4th, we get the Ultimate Missions Pack Clone Strike, which I will hope to be able to talk to you about for the next show. In April, we get the Revenge of the Sith series. In June, we get the Ultimate Missions Pack Revenge of the Sith. In August, we get the, um, gu- the Ultimate Missions Guide Universe for the universe huge. I think it's actually 
no, we get the expanded, we get the series of expanded huge universe, and then in September we get the mission, ultimate missions pack for the huge set, and in November we get the very special ATAT with the huge game board. The fucking big. It's ATAT. a foot. It's over a foot tall. Damn. It's over a foot tall. It's going to be very cool. With you can have the snow speeder circling around it. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait for it. It's like a big map, like four or five Smash feet it. by. I I, I don't know how we're going to put it on your table. Huh? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> the big AT. <laughs> now who's asleep? <laughs> we're oh, going to have the, the big AT AT for the miniatures. Yeah. I I don't know how we're going to put it on your table. And I don't think I will have a, a review of that one. <laughs> I Maybe uh, that that'd be cool. You know, we'll just play on the floor for like for the eight, w- with the ATAT. The we'll just play on the floor. We'll just play on the floor. Because anyway, the table would break with an eight with an eight nat uh, on it, so it's not that good a thing. No, I was actually looking at that wonderful Star Wars Celebration three uh, checklist they put up on StarWars.com. That I wasn't asleep; I was just looking at it, and I just realized that all of you guys out there who were lucky enough to actually get a room at the Marriott Hotel are going to end up having the line. For the fandom, for for the fans, starting right in right in front of well, your for doors. For the fan club, for the fan club, yeah. It started about a hundred feet further last time around, which was right in front of the entrance for the Westin. So which hotel? We're we're, we're no, we're far from it, and we're, we're not near the. We're like a half a kilometer away. Yeah, yeah we're like six hundred meters. Yeah, six hundred meters. That's okay. just so far away. So it's like anyone who wants to actually switch to my rooms now, there's still time. And <laughs> no uh, thanks. Y- you know what? I actually calculated the prices, <laughs> and if there's two it people, it's only going to be 114 bucks a night, Canadian. So that's going to 114 dollars. Yeah, that's going to cost us that for, for five, five days. Now it's yeah. 150 each. For five days. For five oh days. my god! <sighs> so there you go. See, we'd have to be seven in my room for that. But then again, you'd have to yeah, wait then 30 seconds outside instead of you guys. But hey, you know what you're doing and I don't. Yeah, I've but never you've been got there a double before. Bed. So. You've got a double bed, man. I don't know how you do <laughs> I got two double beds. Wow, we've got three. I got chairs. <laughs> and we I don't have, sleep in beds. We have so. a living room and a kitchen. I think so. Okay, well, just find the time to cook. Okay. We'll be making sandwiches. Guys, I'm done fighting this over. You think you know what you're getting into? Fine. No, we're going to party with all people, but we will get to our place to sleep. On with the show. Because it must go on. Yeah. So that's done for my news, man. Cool. Let's go into the community update with Mr. Sebastian. Yes. Well, since there's seemingly nothing else else to say about Star Wars Celebration 3, because Brian talked about it, (laughs) thank you. Next next show, mine. Okay? <laughs> Make this clear now. Ding, you ding, can, ding. Uh, just about right the fuck off. On the left corner. <laughs> so, I want to just say that for those of you who are doing nothing on the uh, weekend that the trailer is being released, which is March 11th to the, to the 13th, uh, Luke and Ton Wee are going to be at Grand Slam 13. Creation Entertainment have just announced Mark Hamill and 
uh, will appear at Grand Slam 13, which takes place March 13th, which Mar- takes place March 11th to 13th in Pasadena, California. We know Owen was the voice of Tanwi in Attack of the Clones, and appear as Niavlar in Revenge of the Sith. Oh no, spoiler, sorry. We'll also be signing autographs. So you can actually check out their convention's uh, website at creationent.com slash cal slash stgs.htm And if you live overseas, do not be afraid, because Star Wars Day 9 will be happening in Devon, UK. And uh, the X-Wing fundraiser are pleased to announce that Star Wars Day 9 will be held on Sunday, thir- the March 13th, at the Unitton Sports Centre in Devon, UK, with proceeds donated for cancer research in the UK. It's a one-day Star Wars convention featuring special guest autograph sessions, dealers, display, tons of stuff. Confirmed guests include David Prowse, so don't be too afraid. Guy's very cool. Nalee Hikishan was Barry Safi. Oliver Ford Davis, CEO Bebel. <laughs> Gerald Holm Tessek, Ian Lesson, Wes Jensen. Uh, Mike Carter was Bib Fortuna, Hans Jensen, and Richard Chase Moore was the incredible cross-section artist. Michael Sheard, Admiral Huzzle. Admiral Huzzle. And honorary president of the X-Wing fundraiser. We hope to confirm our guests shortly, they tell us. And you can find them at www.excwing.co.uk Ain't that great? Excwing.co.uk Ain't that great? And ladies and gentlemen, I am I'm, I, I'm, I want to say pleased, but I'm not pleased to announce that as of February 7th, our friends at uh, 4KD.org actually had $17,432 for uh, fundraised for mm-hmm. Katie and her cancer and everything. But we were aiming for $20,000 for tomorrow. But when was the last update? Yeah, it's on the 7th. So there, there's, there's, like, there's like a week. That's been missing. So we never know. But if you're not doing anything right now and you got $3,000 and you want to make sure she's got a very happy Valentine's Day, go give that $3,000 little girl. can do it by PayPal. <laughs> and it's really cool. There you go. Wow. Hooray for the internet. You have 3000 I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I had them, I'd go now. <laughs> do it. If I had more than $3,000. I... Yeah. You don't deserve that when you're <laughs> that that young. It's not cool. So there you go. If you want some more information about what's happening with Katie, you can go to www.4kd.org, or you can visit the Heart of an Empire website and uh, just check out the links. They're very cool. We have little updates from uh, AJ or Father as well from time to time. So check it out. Keep up to date. But right now, we're going to go do a short musical break, and we're going to listen to Filter with. Take a picture. And we're going to be right back to Star Wars on Direct with none other than somebody really fun who did a few movies really fun and won at the Atomic Fan Films Awards. And it's going to be Trey Stokes. We come back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Stokes, the writer-director of the award-winning Pink 5 series, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, and we're joined now by none other than Trey Stokes. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. From sunny Los Angeles, California. It is. It's well. It's been raining today, actually, for a change, but uh, mostly sunny California. Yes. Oh, too bad. Raining. We don't know anything about rain. We've been having snow for the past five months. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, today you're here to talk to us about a little bit about uh, Return of Pink Five. Yes, uh, I am. Because she's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> Yet again. One more time for the last time. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you've seen our our first poster, but uh, the poster says. No prequels, we promise, and we yeah. mean it. Yeah, we we tried to uh, to go into that the last time you you spoke with us. <laughs> I Do promise you, there are no Pink Five prequels. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yes, I do. This is this is it. This is we're doing it all in this one, and that's the end of it. So basically, you had Pink Five, and Pink Five Strikes Back. That's right. And now you're doing Return of Pink Five. Return of Pink Five. It's pretty obvious where we got that title from. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah. So it's it's one we do we we're doing one film per film of the original trilogy, and we we put ourselves into the story of that film. So we're this time it's Return of the Jedi, and uh, once again there's there's things that happened in Return of the Jedi that you just never knew about. <laughs> What's the big difference uh, in filming? Uh, in comparison to uh, the uh, Pink Five Strikes Back and Return of Pink Five, uh, the biggest difference is that uh, we started much earlier on this one. The Re- Pink Five Strikes Back, we 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 made in a month, uh, the last month before the deadline for the Adam Films contest. Mm-hmm. We were we were dis- we didn't want to do one. We weren't going to do one. And then right at the last minute, more or less, a month before the deadline, we said, okay, we'll try. And, and so we, we went ahead and did it. Uh, so it was very quickly done. Uh, this one we've been working on for uh, quite some time, and we're very, very involved in it right now, because this is the, we're, we're now at the last month before the Adam Films deadline. And uh, it's been a much longer production, certainly the longest production we've done in all the videos we've done. Cool. And uh, much bigger, much more. <laughs> I think we've ever done. 
it's it's uh, it's really uh, as we've been discovering along the way. It's really we're making a real movie. I mean, there's nothing different from this one from a real movie, other than we don't have a studio paying for it. Cool. So. About paying, you just uh, got. Uh, a banner up to get some funds to try to yes well we're we're asking a lot of people have written ever since the first film saying they enjoyed the films and they would love to help out on another one and of course we're in LA and not everyone is and so we we say well if you'd like to help us out I mean these things that we're doing they do cost us money and uh, you're certainly welcome to donate and there's there's been a lot of people who were a little resentful of that but uh, You know, you don't have to. We're not saying you have to donate. We're not. You're not paying to see the movie. But if you, if you'd like to help out, we'll we'd be happy to take a couple of dollars. That's all we're saying. We'll make the movie one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But do you think the uh, Atom Films would consider that? Uh, you know, consider the to pull out your nomination because of that? Do you? Well, do you we we don't think so because again, I could say, you know, give me give me. Uh, Give me some money because I, I'm kind to animals, and you could give me money for that, and then I might use it to make a fan film. Um, we don't think so. We don't think there's a problem. We've been talking to Adam Films for several months now about okay. this, mm -hmm. by keeping them posted on how we're doing, and and uh, there's some ongoing uh, discussions with Adam Films about what we are going to do with this film. Okay. Uh, where, you know, they, they they've seen the trailer. They you know, they know what uh, they know what we're up to. So uh, they they haven't had any complaints. Cool. That that's a good uh, thing to know. Uh, I we just saw the trailer. <laughs> you you sent us a link. Uh, we checked it out uh, during uh, one musical break. Uh, you can see pretty interesting things. Uh, uh, Storylines and yeah, uh, and weird things happening in the back scenes. Uh, uh, one thing we can say is that we see uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I think Obi Wan Kenobi is back. Yeah. The ghost, uh, and yeah. he's kind of. You know, <laughs> not checking out uh, Pink, Pink Five, five. but <laughs> almost <laughs> they doesn't want to look too much at her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a, that's, that, that that entire scene is actually one of my favorite scenes in the film so far. The, the complete <laughs> scene that that's a piece of is uh, I think it's a very good scene. It's a very fun scene. I think. I oh. think that's just me. No, okay. I, we didn't have uh, any sound in that sequence in the. No, it was music, except, except music. So yeah. we cannot imagine what he's saying, but it <laughs> must be really funny. <laughs> I hope I hope you think so when you when you hear the final version. So if we can just ask this one question: Does it relate to an actual event that happened during the the, the shooting of a particular scene on the sales barge? And uh, did it just like did you actually refer to it a little bit? To the to the sail barge? Yeah. We do we do refer to the sail barge. Yeah, we don't. Okay. I'll tell you, we don't actually go to the sail barge, but uh, you do definitely. Uh, we do definitely reference the sail barge. Cool. Uh, how long will that Pink Five be? Uh, how many minutes? The, the whole film. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, we're not sure yet okay. because uh, we're still editing. Um, the the Adam films maximum length is 15. Oh. And uh, and I think we'll be. We'll, we'll be pushing it to get to get under 15. Okay. Um, but it's always good to have a you know a target length because it forces you to to, to be ruthless in your editing and, and <laughs> things moving. So yeah. So it's not a bad thing that the length has to be 15 minutes. When is the deadline for Atom Films? I think the deadline is March 8th. Okay, that's pretty soon. Great. You know, so just just under a month from now. 
And I guess the question that comes in, since you're not going to do any prequels... <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> are, is there going to be a Pink 5 DVD? With cutscenes well, and uh, bloopers and all? You know, we get that question frightening.ly often. Um, um, it's, it's, it's amazing how many people, uh, half the email that I get is, is saying, will this ever be on DVD? And the, uh, the issue is, of course, uh, as always, uh, getting, getting donations from people uh, is mm -hmm. one thing, but, but making a Star Wars product and selling it is entirely a different thing. Yeah, and Pink um, 5 you know. is, is now like the property of Atom Films after you submitted it or something? First, the first two films are uh, licensed uh, by, by Atom Films and Lucasfilm jointly, whatever their deal is together. Uh, they don't they don't own the films, but they do. The contract says that they have the distribution rights. Okay. So for for a period of time, not forever, but for for several more years to come. And okay. and that's and that's the contract that you sign just to get into the contest. Okay. To become a finalist, you have to sign that contract. It's already done by the time you you know get in. Okay. So so they have the rights to uh, to show the films how they see fit. So uh, by according to that contract, we're not allowed, nor is anyone else allowed. Uh, who's in, the, in, in, in any finalist of that contest, allowed to show the film or, or distribute it. But you can always ask, we just ask Lucasfilm, if someone wants to put it in a film festival or show it at a convention, we just ask them, uh, Lucasfilm, and they always say yes. Okay. They just want to always know where it's being shown. Okay. So, so that's one thing. It does, so we do show the films at, at conventions and, and, and things like that, and, and they, don't, they don't stop us. They just want to know where it's being shown. But as far as selling a DVD, that becomes a whole different new kind of a thing. Maybe in a couple of years? Maybe in a couple of years. Uh, we don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting what Lucasfilm does with the whole fan uh, thing now that the last movie's coming out. You know, what they say is their last movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Uh -huh. Jump forward 25 years and see what happens. But... Uh, You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see because, of course, this fan film thing that uh, is, is not going away anytime soon, and they have sort of gotten their feet wet and gotten involved in fan filmmaking and, and giving a, a place for people to show their films and so on, and they show them at their own conventions. I mean, mm -hmm. you go to the, the, the official Lucasfilm booth at conventions, you'll be seeing Big Five playing on the video screen. Cool. So, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's hard to say. They may have. They may change their policy. And loosen it up a little bit. We don't know. Is there any rule changes for uh, the 2005 uh, Fan Film Award? For Adam Films, I, not that I have noticed, other than it's much earlier this year. Okay. Uh, the deadline was in, I think, April the past couple of years, but now it's in March because a celebration. they want to do it all before the movies come out. Okay. It's um, that celebration. It's actually, yeah, because I think the awards the past two years have been in July. Mm -hmm. Now it's April at, at Celebration 3, so... Okay. Much sooner. So, for yeah. us, it seemed like we just finished the last movie, and suddenly we had to start working on this, <laughs> like Peter Jackson. Yeah, you didn't film three, the Trooping Five at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were probably. I don't think we could have done that. <laughs> Now, yeah, we were we were kind of hoping that people wouldn't like Strikes Back, and then and then no one would care if we didn't <laughs> make the sequel, the third one. But we're stuck with it now. We have to go ahead and do it. So. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Darn it. Do you consider uh, Return of Pink Five funnier than the two uh, previous Pink Five? It's you know it's hard to say. It's there was there was so much so much difference of opinion uh, 
even among you guys, as I recall, uh, about which one of the two was the funnier. Mm-hmm. And there, I can understand both points of view because the, those two films, the first two films, are very different in their way. The first one is just five minutes or four and a half minutes of just saying funny Star Wars things. It's just joke, 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 joke. <laughs> Whereas the so you know it, it's a, that's a certain kind of funny. And then the second one, because it was longer and it was more more of a story, couldn't really be so fast with the constant mm-hmm. jokes, but was a little bit more of a film, mm-hmm. I thought. So I think that trend is continuing in the third one. This one is, is what we're trying to do is make it very much a, a film, a complete story and a very entertaining movie in and of itself. It still has the same kind of humor, but I don't think it's, it's not happening quite as fast as in the first film. But I think it's a better film, if you understand the difference. Cool. That's, that's our goal, anyway. Is there more uh, special effects in Return of Thing 5? Oh, there's, there's lots of special effects. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can we have a number, like a number of updates, how many are left before March 8 and everything? <laughs> uh, you know, I, we just had a meeting about this, that yesterday, uh, and I don't think I have an answer. Um, <laughs> the, there's, what's ridiculous is I, I think there's probably about 100 effect shots in this movie. Wow. Uh, maybe more. I don't even have an accurate count because some of the scenes are still being finished in editing. Uh, so we don't know until we get a cut how many effect shots those scenes will have. But there are some scenes that are entirely uh, green screen and uh, just you know, all the backgrounds are virtual. Yeah, because they, if if we see if we look at the background, uh, we are more into the uh, you know Return of the Jedi uh, not venues, but you know the same background. So y- you just uh, push that uh, 3D uh, editing. To a new level. <laughs> well, we, we hope so. We've got some really good people uh, doing the effects. Uh, I won't tell you who they are yet. We'll, we'll put their names in the credits. But uh, some really top-notch people have been working on this thing. And, and uh, now that we're starting to get effect shots finished and put them into the final movie, it's, it's uh, after months of looking at the scenes with green, to see them with actual scenes behind them is, is pretty spectacular. Pretty exciting for us to see it starting to come together. So Cool. So there's some great... Great backgrounds. And there's a lot of, at the same time, there are a lot of real backgrounds as well. I mean, the, the, the second one, we had exactly one set. It was very small. This one, there's at least uh, six or eight actual real sets, and then there's a lot of digital sets as well. Wow. See, you really started this out as a joke, but now you're turning into George Lucas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, well, we think for us that's part of the fun of it, is uh, Amy and I uh, often will... will take a step back while we're shooting and we have 15 people and there's a set and there's a green screen and there's lights everywhere and you know it's a real movie set and we just look at each other and say the first one was just you know you in a chair that was it and now in me with a camera and now look what we've look what we've had look what we're doing <laughs> so it's very amusing for us to see how this this thing has grown um, and become this big thing that we're making now as long as, long as you don't begin to uh, wear flannel shirts you're okay I've always worn flannel shirts. I, I, <laughs> I was wearing plaid flannel back when George Lucas was first starting to wear plaid flannel, so I'm already covered in that regard. Oh, there you go. Grow the beard now. That's all. That's I, all. You know, I actually, actually, I have a, I've had a goatee for a long time, and tonight I have to shave for a very interesting reason. Ooh. Oh, Valentine's <laughs> Day maybe. <laughs> but uh, if you want to know what uh, this, this may shock your listeners, oh, right oh. now. <laughs> Uh, I think I understand. <laughs> Does it involve Amy? What's that? Does it involve Amy? 
It does involve Amy. Oh, congratulations. I'll tell the story just because this is, this, is, this, is, this is very funny for both of us. Um, for me and Amy, we mm-hmm. just cracked this up. But I, I'm, I'm warning you right now, this could shock your audience. I'm no problem. You. Okay, so all the kids out there, you've been warned. <laughs> okay. go, go to bed. I want to I want to turn your volume knob down for about 90 seconds. <laughs> I reveal this shocking development. I'm turning it up. It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We got to tell the story as fast as I can. We got we got a I got an email from uh, one of the producers of Star Trek Enterprise. Okay. Uh who uh they were watching, you know, they they watch videos online like everybody else and they like Pink 5 over there, you know. And so they wanted to. Uh, they wanted Amy to come in and audition for a role on the show. Cool. Off of Stinger and Pink Five. So, uh, so she went over there and, and she auditioned and uh, didn't get that role as it turned out. But uh, I went over there as well and we met and hung out on the set and, and uh, talked to everybody and talked about Return of Pink Five. And the long story short, Amy and I are appearing tomorrow as extras on Star Trek Enterprise. Cool. cool. What episode? <laughs> So we're doing a Star Trek episode. I just, I hope everyone's okay with <laughs> it. is a shocking news. Oh, I know which one you're shooting, too. You're doing the mirror episode. Which one? You're doing the mirror episode. They're making you shave because they're not allowed to have any goatees in that episode. Well, actually, the, uh, the mirror episode, I believe, is shot. They're on to the next one. This is, uh, we're playing aliens. We're both playing aliens. Oh, cool. So I, the reason I think I told you in my email, the reason I, I have to, uh, you know, make sure this doesn't go too late tonight is I have to be at the makeup trailer on, on the lot uh, at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> going. And that's why I have to shave, because uh, I'm getting a, uh, a full face put on. Cool. Nice. Wow. So we will definitely, uh, and Amy, you'll still recognize me. You'd never know it was me, but uh, Amy, you know, because I guess because she's cute, I guess they're not going to cover her face with makeup. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Unfair. Well, that's good news. <laughs> it's we think it's we think it's pretty darn funny that because we made a Star Wars movie that now we're going to be on Star Trek. <laughs> on Star Trek. <laughs> Isn't it out. ironic? So we'll definitely put some pictures up uh, on our site. Cool. Just to show that uh, what can happen if you make a Star Wars movie. So what's the the uh, the link to your site for donations? The link is well, you just go to the you can just go to the main site and and there's a lot of things there. There's our production blog where you can sort of follow all the stuff we've been through and some lots of photos of without giving too much away. Photos, they're there, and a few other links and things. So, so just go to the main site, which is trudang.com, which is my website, mm-hmm. T-R-U-D-A-N-G. No one ever remembers how to spell that. www.trudang.com slash pink5, cool. I-N-K-F-I-V-E. And from there, there's links to the donations, but it's not just about the donations. We want people to see the blog and read up on what we've been doing and follow along with the, the strange process of making this film and, and so on. But haven't you thought, in order to get like more money for making that movie, that you could actually have come up with this hyperspace version of your website <laughs> that where, where you give like like more updates on the movies and sure. special pictures and everything to members? Yeah, absolutely. We thought about that, and uh, the only reason that we haven't done anything like that, one is I don't know how many people would really be interested in that, uh, <laughs> but the real reason is because who has the time to maintain something like that? Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're still very busy making the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really have a lot of time left over to do a lot of promotion right now. We're just we're trying to just make it and get it mm-hmm. done. Or, or maybe people could pay to have their their URL or their their website in the credit or something. That could be. Uh, that's been discussed, but the, yeah. the problem with that is once you see it on Adam Films, it's so small. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're we're fighting to be 
under 15 minutes, if our credits are very long, then that's going to put us over. So okay, yeah. it's all good ideas, and we've discussed them, but uh, unfortunately, we just don't have any, any time to do anything other than really focus on just making the movie. So we're, we're trying to, to put things out there for people to, to, to enjoy, like the blog listings are the main way that we let people know what's happening and cool. announce things that are happening. And we're hoping within another week or so we'll have some things that we can announce. There's some, we're, we're, some very interesting developments coming up. And, uh, so there's nothing you can tell us right now about the, the upcoming... There's nothing I can tell you right now because nothing is definite. And, uh. and again, I, I don't want to say, oh yeah, this might happen and then it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And when the the teaser uh, will be coming out officially? The teaser is scheduled to come out, uh, I think, uh, February 22nd. That's just like a week from tomorrow. Okay. Tuesday, a week from now. Uh, right. That's that's what I believe, and that's uh, and and why it's coming out on February 22nd is a whole story in itself that is part of the things I can't quite reveal just yet. Oh, <laughs> there's so. something oh. r- related to that. Something related to that. Yeah, we didn't choose February 22nd. It was chosen for us. So uh, think about that and try to <laughs> that about mm. it. And just figure so it out it's, yourself. It's been very interesting. Again, it's at, at, at the end, it's just this fun movie that we're making, and, and we're having a great time doing it, although it's very hard work. Um, it's just really interesting, the, the response that's out there and the anticipation that's out there mm-hmm. uh, for it is a little scary, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Will you be at Celebration 3? What's that? Will you be at Celebration 3? We will probably be at Celebration 3, yeah. Cool. Um, again, I'm, you know, I never like to, myself, I never like to, to assume something will happen until it happens. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I think about it, we, we haven't finished the film. We haven't submitted it to Adam Films. We haven't made the deadline. And they haven't accepted it. So, you know, yes, we have a good chance of all that happening. Yes, I'll admit that. But... It's not a done deal to me, and therefore, you know, I don't know if I'll be going to celebration. Okay, but but you could have been there for yourself, even if I don't think I, w- I wouldn't have. I wouldn't go otherwise, just okay. because it's you know it's a long trip, and I'm I'm on a budget, so okay, you know, I <laughs> couldn't afford to go to Indiana for the for the convention. It sounds great, and I certainly hope to go. We all hope to go. We have tentative plans for going. <laughs> I just I just hope that we'll have a good reason, you know, like that we're in the we're in the fan film awards or something. Cool. To make it more more satisfying to go. We o- fun to go just to see it. Absolutely, I'd love to. We hopefully will see you there. <laughs> I presume. Cool. Quite the quite a quite a big deal. I understand that. <laughs> well, thanks for your time, Perry. I may have to get a real job after I finish this. <laughs> <laughs> make some actual money again. So I don't know if I'd be available. Yeah, maybe uh, Pink Five will open some doors. Well, we'll see. You know. Hey, you got on Star Trek. <laughs> you got on Star Trek, yeah. I was on Star Trek. <laughs> good for you. It has been very fun. It's very, it's very fun to go to, go to Star Trek and have you know walk around me and Amy and have them go. We love you guys. You guys are great. Like, okay, thanks. You're famous it's now. A lot. <laughs> and they've even they've even like gone and, and found our other movies that are online. You know, and most of our movies are not Star Wars movies. We we do other videos and they they've seen all those and they were very complimentary. So it was very it was a very nice experience to have that happen. That's right. We got a we got a fan in the chat room who says he loved the short you did with uh, Curtis Armstrong. Oh yes, thank you very much. Whoever that is in the chat room, <laughs> double shot, double shot. Uh, very, we're very proud of that one. It was it was great to work with uh, with Curtis. Curtis was uh, a lot of fun to work with, and and said the same of us. He said he said it was a real good experience. Well, thanks a lot, Trey, for your time. Thank you. Go uh, have a good night's sleep for your. Uh, 
big day tomorrow? Yes, and uh, watch the over the next couple. We're shooting for two days, I understand. We're doing uh, two days worth of work. So uh, whenever we have rested and have a chance to put the pictures online, check the check the blog and see what uh, see what Star Trek did to us. I wonder which aliens will be playing. We catch our breath and have a chance to update the blog about it. <laughs> and, and, and remember, tomorrow, if if you see a Klingon, just don't tell him "rak chi because that means your mother has a flat for it, and it's kind of an insult to them. So okay, I will keep that <laughs> in mind. Well, who's the Star Trek fan here? Uh, Brian. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> revealed himself. He has revealed himself. Oh, no. He came out of the closet. <laughs> I've been a Star Trek fan longer than I've been a Star Wars fan. <gasps> well, and I, I would have to say the same myself, because that's how old I am. There was no such thing as Star Wars. There was only Star Trek. So. <laughs> My parents brought me up as, with Star Trek. The so. horror you guys must have went through. I'm so sorry for you guys. But isn't it all better now that you know Star Wars? I think there's r- I think there's room for both. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think, I think so. You're allowed to say that, but I think that's I think that's possible. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being with us on the show today, Trey. Thank you, guys. Uh, stay on the line with us. And right now we're going to go to a short musical break. We'll be listening to Simple Plan and Shut Up. I think that was aimed at me, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you later on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, I'm Steve Perry, co-author of the MedStar Duology, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Well, isn't it a good thing that, you know, at least one of us is looking at the playlist? <laughs> what? During the musical break. Why? Because <laughs> Sebastian wasn't. No, because I was. I didn't know if we were going to come back. Hey, who's in the chat, Brian? Hey, who's in the chat, Sebastian? Well, in the chat room, we have right now AJ, Serbasan, Didatori, myself, Ikasra, Hubnoblet. <laughs> what? Hubnoblet. It's kind of hollow net, but with bees in it. Okay. For some reason. I c- it's Maybe it's Bob hollow net or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Octavius. Wow. Raven. Like Nathan. Trey, Tiger Claw, and Xenadu. Xenadu. Shotgun a beer. <laughs> now we're going to go to get that music on the show. Oh. <laughs> Just for our users. See, that's how much we love you. Because it's always at the end. Yeah. Because of the X, so we lose people in the chat and we end with Xenadu. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not good. You can ask Brian. I'm really not good at singing songs at karaoke bars. Yeah, I know. You are. But then again, Brian just won't even try to sing something. Because I don't want to put people through that. See, at least nice. I, sang, I sang the saga begins, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Could have yeah, been worse. You weren't that bad. Everybody else was singing too, so it just like just went right over it. Nobody could hear it. Like, just the song. Everybody together. <laughs> we didn't hear you. We just heard the song. <laughs> But it's such a great song. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main subject. It's about time, isn't it? It's like 15 to 9. <laughs> 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 There's like an hour left. Are we going to be able to do the review of that wonderful book? Written by James, James, James Lucino. The second best writer of all time. Who's the best writer of all time? Who, can we, who could we say? Is the best? Star Wars best writer? Yeah. yeah damn. Right, <laughs> right now it's... Stover, Lucino, Denning, I think. Right now. Right now. Yeah. It's, a, it's hard to say. There's not really like one or two. Like, yeah, no yeah. position there. They're all At like one point it was Zahn and Kevin yeah. Jenderson. But they, they were bested. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was going to go with something else, but. <laughs> some things are better left unsaid. <laughs> so, so, Labyrinth of Evil. We're going to yes. go through a little synopsis here. Uh, well, for those of you who haven't seen the uh, 
the cover. cover. It's it's really nice. There's can you point it to the Anakin weapon? on it and Grievous, and then you can flip it over, and then it it's got like pretty Obi-Wan images. One and, <laughs> and like uh, uh, Trade Federation shit. Yeah, and one exploding as well. <laughs> spoilers! So spoilers! Don't say any spoilers. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way, this segment spoilers are on. Uh, that's right. I, I mean, uh, I'm allowed to say spoilers? Dark Sidious yeah. is on so the cover uh, of this book. Yeah, maybe uh, people should be uh, aware of that. Yeah, in the chat. So, before we go too deep into the story, <laughs> you know? Because that would be bad. Yeah. So, I'm going to go uh, with a, a quick synopsis of the story, which can be found on almost every website out there. Capturi- capturing Trick Federation vi- vi- Viceroy and Separatist can- Just read that. On <laughs> 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 the news desk. Here in, in, in Italy. Which one? Okay. Capturing Trade Federation Viceroy and Separatist Council member New Gunray is the mission that brings Jedi Knights Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. With a squad of clones in tow to Nemodia. Kato Nemodia, actually. But the treacherous ally of the Sith prove as slippery as ever, evading his Jedi pursuer even as they narrowly avoid disaster. Still, their efforts yield an unexpected prize, a unique holotransceiver that holds intelligence capable of leading the Republic forces to their ultimate quarry, the ever-elusive Darth Sidious. Swiftly taking up the chase, Anakin and Obi-Wan follow clues from the droid factories to Karas 4. Uh, well, actually, it's to Escardus then cares for, mm-hmm. to the far-flung world of the Outer Rim, every step bringing them closer to pinpointing the location of the Sith Lord, whom they suspect had been manipulating every aspect of the Separatist Rebellion. Yet, somehow, in the escalating, in the escalating galaxy-wide chess game of strikes, counter-strikes, ambushes, sabotage, and retaliations, Sidious stays constantly one move ahead. See, he's been learning chess <laughs> all these years. Killed his master because he got like the ultimate chess technique from him. <laughs> then, he, then the trail takes a shocking turn for Sidious and his minions have s- that they have set in motion a ruthlessly orchestrated campaign to divide and overwhelm the Jedi forces and bring the Republic to its knees. So, you want me to go on with that list and no, 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 no. translate this <laughs> as, no, no. as I go on? Or? So I've written a not chapter by chapter, but a more detailed. Synopsis that I will read. I did this without the book, which Sebastian had in his possession to read. So there might be some some errors. I'll, I'll listen. Yeah. And I'll make sure. You know. So I'm going to go right away. So Labyrinth of Evil. The story begins on Cato Nemodia at the fortress of Newt Gunray. The Republic forces, including Anakin and Obi Wan, battle battle it out against separatist forces. Uh, at that point, there's a reference about Commander Cody. That's uh, interesting because he's one of the people who will. Oh, come <laughs> on, guys. We will see it uh, in the uh, Revenge of the Sith movie. Uh, Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, and a couple of clone troopers storm the fortress to capture Newt Gunray. Uh, Commander Dodana, uh, who is mentioned, you know, is the general in A, a New Hope. <laughs> cool. Reference uh, cannot strike from orbit, so Obi Wan and then they can ask to go on down on foot. Yeah, uh, 
uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin get split up Anakin goes after Newt while Obi-Wan is covering his back uh, Newt succeed in escaping Anakin in the anger Obi-Wan is affected by a spore inside a complex He is dazed and confused it, It's like drunken Jedi fighting <laughs> that's that's really how it looks. Yeah, and it seems like so funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's even tempting to actually make a costume of that for Star Wars Celebration Three. Why? Why would you make a co- like? Okay, you get really drunk and then you start swinging your lightsaber around. Yeah. Woo! awesome <laughs> costume Sunday morning. I okay. think there there would be mm, and much of that <laughs> at Celebration Three at some point. That's it. Drunk people we uh, waving lightsaber around. <laughs> Just dangerous. <laughs> it's like AA meeting. AA <laughs> meeting for lightsabers. In the fan, yeah. in the fan club section. Yeah. Uh, Anakin goes and get him instead of going after Newt. So, save his life. Uh, Newt's mech note chair is left behind and has a holographic message from Dooku that gives some leads to the Jedi's. So they have uh, something to follow. Yeah, and uh, a lead they have Dooku. A, they have a clue as to where Dooku is. Where Dooku is and how to find his master and everything. Yeah. Uh, on Coruscant, the loyalists that span me, Mont Mont Bell Organa, and others and others that we will see in uh, Revenge of the Sith get to meet Palpatine about the war and how it's been fought. Just a parenthesis here. Uh, after that, Obi Wan discusses with Yoda about Dooku, Sidious, Sifo-Dyas, and Qui Gon, and how Dooku left the Jedi Order. So we we learn how all this happened. Uh, where was I? Yudo reflects on how the war could have been plotted by the Sith, etc. Meanwhile, the Nemodian rejoin the rest of the Separatists and Grievous aboard the Invisible End, which is Grievous' flagship. After that, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan follow the Mechno-Chair lead to Charos 4 and find the maker of that Mechno-Chair. They learned that the hyperwave transmitter, I think that that's how they called it. I don't remember. It's from memory. Yeah. Hyperwave transmitter. Uh, they learn about the hyperwave transmitter creator. They leave for, after that, Belderon, I think, aboard the Jedi Starfighter and try to destroy General Grievous' flagship in a battle for Be- Belderon. Uh, Grievous flees tactically, like you said. Strate- the strategic uh, retreat. Retreat, Retreat. That's it. Uh, thus giving a political win for the Republic. Yay, they got a plan, and Palpatine will, will use that victory. Uh, no. In a very long, Bush-like speech to the Senate. <laughs> we'll get back to that later. <laughs> uh, we then learn the origin of Sidious, and that his master was Dark Plagueis. We learned that Sifo-Dyat uh, also felt that uh, the, the story behind the clones, uh, we learned that sifo felt that the dark side was growing stronger and didn't want to wait for the Jedi or Order to uh, do something about it. He contracted the, the Kaminoans to build the clone army. Uh, at that time, Dooku was already learning from Sidious and left the Order after Qui-Gon's death. Sifo-Dyat mentioned the existence of the clone army to Dooku at that point, so Sidious has du- uh, Ad Dooku murdered Sifo-Dyas and continued the payment for the clone army and to find the original clone, Django. And that was in his initiation. And, of, and also erased the, record, the records of Kaminu in the Jedi archives. Dooku received the title of Dark Tyrannus at that point. 
so that's basically the story. Cool. Hello everyone, and uh, Anakin, uh, now I get to the asteroid Escarte. Escarte. And get intentionally captured to get contact with the creator of the Olo transceiver. They learned that a second transceiver was created for a raid scenario on Coruscant for a top secret weapon. I don't know if it's a top secret weapon or the the ship of Darth Maul, the the ship of Darth Maul, the infiltrator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they escape while Obi Wan disabled the tractor beam as in a New Hope. He's really good at that disabling tractor beam thing. Yeah. yeah. And there's actually this little quote as he walks back into the ship. Uh, Anakin getting it ready to 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 fly away. It's like, did you manage to get the, uh, the tractor beam out of uh, out of service? Yes, and that's something I don't intend to do again. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, that gets a lead that point that points to the works. Uh, that's a, a industrial sector on Coruscant that we see at the end of Attack of the Clone. Uh, info that they transmit to the Council, Jedi Council. And Mace will lead an assault to that location. In the industrial sector on, uh, of Coruscant, the works, Dooku and Sidious continue discussing the plan that will bring the Jedi to their knees. Uh, Dooku heads out for Tyne. I think that that's how we pronounce yeah. it. A dire engine that will keep Skywalker and Obi-Wan away from Coruscant. Yoda meets with Sidious. Palpatine isn't quite in sync with Yoda about the war. He wants to recapture planets while Yoda wants to kill the Sith. So, and he said that uh, in uh, uh, I don't remember how many years that he, he's been discussing with the uh, Supreme Chancellor. It's, it's been over 50 uh, chancellors, yeah. actually. And he just... It's the first time that they argue about... Uh, they argue that much. Uh, Mace Storm Storms just hide out with the Jedi and clone commandos and find recent sign of Dooku and him being there. They follow Sidious' trail into the underground tunnel of the works until it reaches the 500 Republica, the building complex that houses most of the senators and rich high-profile administrators of Coruscant. And now Coruscant trembles as a ship falls from orbit onto the surface. The separatists are taking over Coruscant. Mm. It's it, it, it looks like the uh, Yuuzhan Vong invasion. Cool. You know, Coruscant again. Target to... I don't remember. There's a lot of battle for Coruscant. There's That's one in the X-Wing series and one in the Angel. There's one there. There was one in the beginning as well. <laughs> <laughs> that Coruscant is the planet that the first big battle yeah. was fought yeah. on. You know, if they just destroyed the planet, there wouldn't be anything to fight over again. Mm. Yeah, the first would battle, 25,000 years. W would yeah. that actually Before. be the solution? <laughs> Post well, NGO books? Um, destroyed Coruscant Coruscant. is destroyed. No, like, destroyed, destroyed. It like, is. Like Alderaan. Oh, but... Exploded? Yeah. Coruscant is destroyed for all intent and purposes. It doesn't exist of what it used to be at the end of the Andrea mm -hmm. series. It's kind they'll of never a living planet. <laughs> exactly. It'll never go back to what it once was. The orbit was moved. Uh, yeah. They blow up moons to do rings <laughs> around it and whatever. Okay. Uh, Palpatine's apartment are in the 500th Republic up. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, I'd, I'd like to take a second while you keep on going mm -hmm. at this. Uh, I'd like to know if there's in the United States a building address of like the, a senator or the FBI or something like that that's actually 500. I know, for instance, the White House is 1600 Pennsylvania mm -hmm. Avenue in Washington, D.C. I'd like to know 
if there's something that's actually 500, because that might be a little reference to something. No, I don't think so. Maybe it's a Republican headquarters in yeah. LA or something. <laughs> okay, uh, Mason and the Jedi leave the, leave the investigation team to follow the lead while they get Palpatine. So the Corsons get attacked, they, need, they want to go get Palpatine and, you know, protect him. While the other investigation team continue to search, follow the trail. Uh, the investigation teams will find out that Palpatine equals Sidious, Sidious, but they won't live to tell the tale. Who is this? The investigation team. That's it. <laughs> of the Jedi. Yeah. No, uh, it wasn't Jedi. I think it, it was well, uh, y- you had Commando Mace. Intelligence. or yeah, it's, it's Commando Intelligence, but I think that there's a Jedi in there. Okay. Uh, I'm up to the point where Mace Windu actually leaves. To uh to to go Get help Pepperton. with some other guys, uh and he does take the other Jedi with him, so it probably There's was only no Jedi RCs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So that's it. They find out. Oh damn! Uh, oh. <laughs> They're really <laughs> uh, uh, high like profile. They, they walked in on him, just like yeah. taking his hood off or something. <laughs> that's it. Then they he just like boiled their brain with the Force. Cool. Man. <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> like microwave? <laughs> you just like pick up a sandwich and just eat, eat did, it? Did in the your brain hands? go pop, 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 no, pop, no, no. Darn. No, we just, we're just in the head of the guy who is seeing Palpatine like. Hot, hot, hot. No, 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 <laughs> like grinding his brain. He said, Oh, I know who this guy is and I'm freaking dead. I, I won't suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, uh, Mace and the Jedi get to Palpy's apartment, and everyone and to everyone's surprise, Grievous arrives from the outside to get Palpatine. Mace, the Jedi, and the Royal Guard flee and get it to into a train. There's a train pursuit, pretty much like Spider-Man. Uh, to uh, sequence, uh, Grievous and Mace fight on the roof of the train. Mace's win as Grievous lost lost his footing and falls. He lost his balance. Yeah, uh, he gets picked off by his forces and followed the train from afar. The team gets Palpy to a safe place. Mace's leave for... I think he leaves for some somewhere else. After that, Anakin and Obi-Wan are alerted to the planet Tyne to find Dooku and destroy him. Both Jedi show their extraordinary fighting skills by confronting hundreds of battle droids. Dooku is surprised how well they fight and complete each other. You can, it's the best tag team. If you read them, if you read the, the part, they're, they're really in sync. You know, uh, Grievous and his Magna Guard finally show up at Palpatine, Palpatine's hideout and kill all the Jedi's and Red Guard posted there for Palpy's protection. Palpy, uh, Palpatine gets kidnapped by Grievous and leaves aboard the shuttle and heads out to for the invisible end. Uh, some Jedi go after the shuttle but don't succeed while with the battle raging around them. We go back to Tyne. Doku follows Sidious' order and flees for Coruscant to play the final act of the Sith's plan. Anakin will fight Doku. That's the final plan. Anakin find out that uh, this was a diversion and that Coruscant must be under attack right now. He and Obi-Wan leave to Coruscant aboard their starfighter. And then, scrolling text, they get into hyperspace to be concluded at the end of the book and then probably the start of the movie Revenge of the Sith uh, 
That's it. So, what can we say about that movie? About the movie? I got a lot to say about Star Wars. <laughs> Not the movie, the book. About the book? First, uh, what's interesting that it's all major characters from the movie, major and secondary characters, are in the book and they play a role. Whatever it may be. Yeah, whatever it may be, small or or not. Uh, Even Armin Izard is mentioned in there. Armin Arn Izard. Izard yeah, well he won't be in the film. No, but that's okay. He's that's mentioned. Cool reference. He's mentioned. It's a really cool reference. The father of Isan. Isan. Yeah, Isan. Isan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can see in that book that Palpatine is really evil, and he controls everybody, even Grievous and even Dooku. He's a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bastard. <laughs> uh, you can, l you learn, you learn. Y y it's not said that Padme is pregnant, but you can, no, not guess it. Guess it. Yeah, she she feels f she she feels tired. She she maybe she has she mono. She, fe <laughs> <laughs> she feels faint. She 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 wants to say and blah blah blah. So w when you know. Uh, that that she's pregnant in I think of the uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's obvious. Obvious. You know, there's no such like fact that you can in the book read that she gets up in the morning and go puke herself out. But not all of them do this, fashion. No, no, no. That, that's but a stereotype. Yeah. Uh, we learned that uh, Dark Plagueis is the master of cities, like I said in the resume. Not synopsis, but the uh, the resume. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it a resume? No, no, it's not resume. It's a uh, synopsis. No, synopsis is more like what we Sebastian read at the start. But this is more than a sign. It's a not a re uh, not a review. Uh, We're missing words here, people. Condensed. Condensed. Yeah. Condensed version. It's yeah. the condensed version of the book. Yeah. Uh, Anakin at some point uh, asked Obi Wan, "How do you see my future?" Obi-Wan uh, answers infinite sadness. So Obi-Wan knows that the future of Anakin is sad. You know, that's cool. Uh, okay. Bad thing about that book, there's a lot of typos. Really? Oh, yeah. That the stinks. The moon of Viego. <laughs> yeah, instead of Iego, there's a Padme with a, an accent on the E, like in the French, and sometimes you don't have the accent, sometimes you have the accent. Uh, there's even a Jedi that's the the first name and the last name are inverse. Okay, so things like that. Uh, but Lucino uh, in the StarWars.com interview mentioned that there's continu continuity errors that he he gave too much detail to some aspect some extent, of the book, yeah. uh, which he, he should have got more vague so uh, that introduced some uh, continu continuity error I think uh, I think uh, Nathan wants to talk about a little bit of that uh, he has some detail Mr. Uh, Continuity himself yeah that's it uh, one thing that shows great camaraderie camaraderie between Anakin and everyone is that they're taking count of um, how many times they saved each other's lives like Gimli and Legolas counting how many orcs they killed 
and I can know one counts how many times they save their lives. I think it's 26 to 40 or something like that. I don't remember. That's it. <laughs> you know. Uh, what else? Who has more? Yeah. Who Anakin. who has? Anakin saved uh, Obi Wan's life. Time, yeah. Not surprising. <laughs> Uh, at the end, it's kind of subtle, but Palpatine does a mind trick over Grievous. <laughs> That's cool. It's near the end of the book. Well, all through the the, the book, you can actually book. see that he's been tricked into yeah. his position. Yeah. Uh, Do you find out more about Grievous in the book? Yes. Like what, like his we'll origins and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we'll go into that. Okay, good, good. <laughs> and uh, I think Nathan will go a little bit more detailed because there is an error in the race and the planet of origin of Grievous in the book, something like that. Uh, what we we uh, thought uh, about the comparison to the U.S. and the uh, Republic. Yeah. Uh, there's a reference to the home world security and the trial triads of evil. Which could be, uh, could be or is a reference to the United States war uh, on terrorism. <laughs> At some point, uh, Palpatine quote. I'm gonna quote Palpatine in the book. Unfortunately, the war is far from won, and I, for one, am not entirely satisfied that traitors and terrorists are not a continued threat to the public safety. We cannot allow the enemy of democracy to rest and recuperate. <laughs> So the a lot of Americans, I think, didn't like the fact that there was a ref something very close to the, you know, Bush public address uh, on television uh, or uh, at the Senate. I don't remember. Well, it's not our fault that what's happening in Star Wars mirrors what's happening in real life. It is just sad. <laughs> but Lucino uh, did say that he didn't. Uh, that wasn't uh, intentional as a reference that he was thinking more about the Nazi and blah 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 it just dropped in uh, but you know it's so much close to no but it's, it's, it's true though yeah okay details on Grievous I'm going to go random here Grievous was trained by Dooku in the lightsaber art he doesn't need sleep but he's kind of in uh, air chamber like yeah, like Vader. Vader. Yeah. Uh, he was present during the uh, arena battle on Jonas's. Grievous, well, probably somewhere around in the in the tunnels, and he actually uh, killed a few Jedi's down there and stole their lightsabers. Cool. There, uh, Grievous doesn't know that Palpatine and Sidious are the same person. He doesn't. No. Kind of normal. Grievous <laughs> uh, was a fierce warrior long before he was transformed into a cyborg uh, as the result of what appears to have been an accident the accident was a shuttle, cra uh, shuttle crash and the majority uh, of his uh, of his in, uh, of his life threatening injuries were given to him after the crash by Dooku when he was being moved and the uh, and the Damn, the uh, Attack of the Clone, the race. Geonosian. Geonosian. So, so, he had the choice. So, his mind was altered by the... Uh, he was actually... We need to to uh, transform you into a cyborg. No. But he didn't have a choice at that point because he was too much 
damage. So he didn't have a choice to go into Cyborg. That, that's why. So he had no choice in the matter. He was just put there. Die or go into a Cyborg. Hmm. Dooku said, we can keep your mind safe. Yeah, but they altered it also. <laughs> oh yeah, we what did they do? Or it's un- unsaid. Yeah, but I I don't remember. Basically, Grievous Grievous's story is almost similar to the Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, uh, okay. It's like we can do it. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. <laughs> <laughs> so was he in his armor when he um at the Battle of Geonosis? Was he actually yeah, yeah, Grievous? Yeah, he uh, was yeah, Grievous. He was Grievous. Grievous. Okay. Uh, other references, uh, you know, to there's a lot of references throughout the book, uh, all the time. You know, a quick, quick reference here and there. And to know everything about the book, you need to read almost everything that's Clone War. So you need to uh, read Cloak of Deception, Arrow Planet, Jedi Apprentice, and Jedi Quest series, Shadow Point, Republic, and Jedi Comics, Sisters Deception, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. The Clone War animated series and the hyperspace hyperspace web strip reverse, reversal of fortune. I Jeez. didn't check that out, but there's reference to all of that. Cool. So it's a continui- continui- continuity Damn. continuity buff dream come true, but not quite because there are errors, right? Yeah. Oh boy. That's it. Oh boy. Uh, I didn't see them because I'm not a a big continuity buff. <laughs> no, I like the stories and all, but I don't yeah, don't remember all the details. Uh, what can I say about this this uh, this book? Uh, all those movie fans don't give a crap about the EU, and they say, "Oh, it's not written by George Lucas, so it's crappy." You know, I dare you to read that book, and you will see that this book is truly the prequel to Revenge of the Sith. There's a lot of chapters. And it's like kind of cut like a movie, no? So scene by scene. scene. Yeah. There's a lot of chapters, but they're really short ones. Yeah, short cha- chapters like five or six pages, up to ten, and it's switch all the time. Uh, I think every Star Wars fan should read that book before Revenge of the Sith, because Revenge of the Sith will not have the depth of character. No, they w- it, it will be a lot of action, and probably that character development will not be in the movie as much as in the book so uh, yes movie fans will like Revenge of the Sith but they won't like it as much as the people who read Labyrinth of Evil the experience will be very and much so different and ends by reading that book first because you know where Grievous is from you know what happens to Sifo Dyas I don't think we will learn that in the movie uh, you know how Palpatine gets captured. Probably we'll see that in the Clone War cartoon also, but we'll get to that. Uh, Labyrinth of Evil is setting up the events of Revenge of the Sith perfectly. Uh, everybody should read it. As for, is it the best Clone War book? I think so. Uh, I'm still no searching at what book got me uh, as much as much excited in the Clone War. I think for me, I think Jedi Trials because it was a war book and I like those kind of books. I really like Jedi Trials. Dark Rendezvous, yeah, it was great. The, the 
last hundred pages for the rest it was crappy uh, Shadow Point is great also but the fact that that book has all the main characters and it's tied to Revenge of the Sith so it has sentiment, sen- sentimental value to to you know to people who like the movie you see all the characters in there it's like like Shadow Point who just see Mace Windu as the main character so that's a lot of, that's appealing a lot uh, what can I say more it was a pleasure to read uh, is it the best Star Wars book ever I'm still looking into that <laughs> uh, I really liked the, the Tron uh, trilogy A Shadow of the Empire Tatooine Ghost though uh, Tatooine Ghost and uh, Shadow of the Empire were kind of tied with the, the original trilogy so it's kind of the same type of books you know tied, tied with movies uh, uh, it's so far away uh, the recent one was Tatooine Ghost and I I remember I, I had a lot of fun reading that one uh, but is Labyrinth of Evil the best yet it's I'm still you know the jury's still out on that one yeah huh? I'm not sure but it's pretty good it's 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 a, a, a go buy it hardcover no problem no don't wait to the till the paperback you need to read this before the movie man, people really important <laughs> actually um, there's even a little something said by Pablo Hidalgo in the hyperspace uh, Q&A Dropbox in the, okay. in the hyperspace from that said uh, like he, he's being asked about Sifo DS mm. and um, if if there was uh, if there was some mention on him and the story behind the the, the, f- the fact that the clones were bought by Sifo DS mm-hmm. etc etc and he said uh, looks like the novel gets the final word uh, Labyrinth of Evil mm-hmm. uh, in it since it it really isn't touched upon in episode it, it's not going to be touched upon in uh, in episode three yeah because in, in the Attack of the Clone it's all supposition yeah no they're not sure. If, did he buy the, the clones or not? Uh, was it Dooku with Cypher name? We don't know, so the book kind of officializes it. That's so. it. Puts it on ties. Like, at one point, though, in the in the storyline, that the general storyline they had over at Star Wars, uh, at Lucasfilm, and, and uh, the, the Star Wars affiliated people, mm-hmm. uh, it was going to be Dooku pulling all the strings, mm-hmm. but it kind of changed. Okay. The power of a writer. <laughs> and I think Jim Jusinu met with George Lucas. Uh, actually, I think he was supposed to meet George Lucas, but he, George Lucas was kind of pulled away for uh, something urgent. But I think uh, Matt Stover uh, sat down an hour with George Lucas uh, later on to talk about uh, Labyrinth of Evil with George. Through Matt Stover. So that's cool. So George wanted to read the manuscript of that book, I think, because it's really good for officializing it. Because it's so tied up with Episode uh, Three: Revenge of the Sith that he wanted it to be perfect, and I think it's near perfect. Yeah. Not perfect, but really enjoyable. It's hard to put that down the book. Really hard. So we have comments. I really like like so far I'm only up to chapter 39 but I really love the book and uh, 
as I was saying earlier, Jeremy Bruckheimer should sign in for a series called CSI uh, <laughs> J- Jedi because it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. CSI Carson, that would be nice. Yeah. Okay, before calling Nathan, we have an email, I think, a quick email. We do have an email. It really surprised me too. But uh, you know, Scott from TheForce.net gave it a two two out of four. Two point wow. five out of four. Two point five out of four. So it's kind of fifty percent. I yeah, don't think a lot he of people didn't see did like didn't like the. Uh, it was it's so good though, so good. But as you were saying earlier, it's some references. They 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 tend to go all the way to the original trilogy. So, and even NJO because th- there there's even talk about Zona Masakat in there. Mm-hmm. So that's no, that's really. No, I'm gonna go with some more references. Uh, Anakin Anakin destroys a room filled with battle droid with his rage. Uh, his power is so great that even uh, that it even surprised Dooku. Uh, this resembles uh, a scene in Revenge of the Sith where Vader destroyed the operation room after learning that Paz- Padme's death. So he destroys the, yeah, there the room. So there's something similar in uh, Labyrinth of Evil. Uh, Obi Wan, uh, well, the tractor beam thing. Uh, there's a couple of tie-ins. There's a mention of Zan Arbor from the Jedi Quest or Jedi Apprentice. I don't remember. Uh, there's Rich Cinear from Rogue Planet. There's Ilum, the ice planet that uh, we see in the uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars cartoon where uh, Yoda uh, fight the uh, cloak droid. And there's mention of Quinlan Vos and uh, is going to the dark side or kind of going to the dark side. The uh, moon of Viago instead of Iago. <laughs> You know that could the Viagra thing. That's it. That could tell so much about James, <laughs> but we're sure it just like slipped yeah. in there. Yeah, that's it. Uh, too uh, much spam. Too much. Spam. Yeah. That, that's what happened. Revenge of the Sith news. Uh, earlier news, I think yeah, months ago, uh, mentioned that the opening crawl would be uh, from the third season of Clone Wars. The action in I think it was in the uh, Tartakovsky. Uh, Paul Rudish interview on StarWars.com. Okay, yeah. and StarWars.com said that the event in the last Clone Wars series would be the opening crawl, but if we see Labyrinth of Evil, it's kind of that book that will be uh, the opening crawl. So what will probably happen is that the third season of Clone War uh, and Labyrinth of Evil will be overlap. No, you will They'll see be overlapping the stories. And yeah, you will be see seeing what happened in Labyrinth of Evil in the cartoon, maybe something from a reversal of fortune in the hyperspace also. That's it. Uh, some overlapping media. I mean, we don't know much about what's happening to uh, Ella Secura up to this time, so... Yeah. She's in the movie. Yeah, she's mentioned yeah, also... Yeah, but she's, she's in the movie, but she might also be in the Clone Wars. So we, ha- so we in know... In the Clone Wars what? Third season. The third yeah, season. Yeah, she is. Oh, she is? Okay. That's it. If you saw the preview pictures, you'd see that she was in there. Yeah, she's in there, but uh, we're saying it's going to overlap with Labyrinth of Evil. We're going to yeah. see people... We are not seeing in Labyrinth of Evil in Clone Wars, just so we all tie into the story for Episode Three, mm-hmm. which is going to make it that much more, that much better for all the people who've been spoiled. But mm-hmm. you know, it there are some sad people, some some sad people who will just not understand everything in the movie because of that. Um, Luane actually sent us this email. I wasn't that impressed with the book. I felt it a bit boring. I'm more of a Darth Maul fan and less interested in the Sega and Small was taken out of the newer films and replaced with other characters. I personally don't enjoy. Thank you. Uh, sorry, Dwayne, you didn't like it that much. But uh, I, I think maybe people who don't know much about the Clone Wars series might lost a couple of details 
a couple more than a couple but they might not get the big picture yeah it's still an enjoyable book but uh, even if you don't if you know nothing about the clone wars but uh, it adds so much depth if you know all the little details it's just cool that's it well I'd look to get I'd like to get the audiobook because I really like audiobooks mm-hmm. uh, the five hour long audiobook yes yeah. it's that's apparently short but I think they, they uh, took out the Cyphodius and Dark Plagueis mention in there in the audiobook they mo- center more on the action of course so I think you shouldn't l- read the book sure uh, even exams. if you listen to the audiobooks. So, Colin Nathan now? It could be an idea. He's in there somewhere. We got Nathan doing live. Do, do, do. So, Nathan has, has lost his voice, so uh, he's about 30%. So, he said. So, we'll see. Hi, Nathan. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Better than you, I think, right? Uh, sounds like it. <laughs> As you're all speaking with full voices. So. Yeah. J- just go smoothly and everything's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did you think about that book? I think uh, you really liked it. Yeah, actually. Uh, I, I thought it was one of the best Star Wars books that I've read, and I've read them all. Cool. I think my thing about it is, like, I, I've started to figure out why sometimes I like Lucino and sometimes I don't, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was always having to compare him to Brian Daly because they had worked together on the Robotech novels that I read as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think it struck me now, having read Unifying Force and now having read this one, that he's really good at taking all these different plot threads and starting to bring them together. Mm-hmm. But the first Star Wars stuff of his that I read, I think with the Agents of Chaos stuff. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the new Jedi Order, where instead of pulling the threads together, he was having to lay them out to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I don't know, I guess his, his talent, I don't want to say it was wasted, but, it was, but his talent for bringing things together wasn't seen hardly at all in those. Mm-hmm. It just kind of struck me as, eh, it's just another Star Wars book. Whereas these, you know, you really get a feel for all the different elements that are going, you know, leading up into the film and everything. And, Unifying Force obviously had to tie up all the loose ends, mm-hmm. the new Jedi Order stuff. So yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, especially seeing some of the stuff that crossed over, like the dialogue and scenes that crossed over with Reversal of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they they planned this this whole lead up to the movie out a whole lot better than they ever planned any of the other, you know, lead ups, especially back in the Marvel days where everything was kind of. You know, the Marvel people were throwing up their hands saying, we don't know what's going to happen in the movie either. We're just kind of playing it by ear. <laughs> you, know. you you were mentioning in the chat that there was some errors with Grievous Origin or something? Uh, errors with Grievous' Origin. No, there's no... There's no uh, there weren't any errors with, with Grievous' Origin that I was thinking of. They they did... Um, they have said have said one thing about Grievous' Origin, which is that they haven't pinned down a time for it. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, that that was the only thing that that struck me about that because I I actually was working on the timeline and asked Jeremy Barlow. I was like, I know this the whole origin story that's that's hinted at here is going to be in that Star Wars Visionaries book that you're working on. When does this take place? And he says, you know, honestly, we don't know yet. It hasn't been pinned down yet. So so we've got an origin story for him, but we don't really have a date for it. Okay. Moment. Which you know is fine, but for us timeline people, it's 
it's kind of like, like, like well, okay, there's a 10-year gap that we could have this origin taking place during. And, you know, 10 years is an awful, awful long time for, for things to happen around it. You know, we'd like to be able to say, okay, well, was he involved in this? Was he involved in that? Did he even exist at this point? And mm-hmm. we don't know yet. Uh, which part of the book did you like the best? Oh, probably... I would say, I would say, I guess, I guess I can work that backwards. I guess I was going to say the ending stuff, but to tell you the truth, I, I wound up finding that I was kind of, you know, skimming along more than reading in depth when I got to the, the last bit because all the stuff that was going on, you knew the chancellor was going to wind up having to be kidnapped. You mm-hmm. knew how that stuff was going to take place. I think it was more a matter of seeing, I think what, like you guys said earlier in the show, the whole CSI Jedi type thing, mm-hmm. the idea that the Jedi actually use, you know, investigative things and seeing Obi-Wan and Anakin doing something uh, investigative that wasn't the same every book is the same pattern that we got out of the Jedi Apprentice and Jedi Quest books mm-hmm. you know actually seeing them following a trail that's not leading them to oh look it's a planet that's in turmoil there's two sides they're going to get caught in the middle of a civil war and the good side's going to win yay like it did in every single one of them. <laughs> uh, there's a chance to really see them using not just the force and everything but actually using that, you know, their intellect, that yeah. was nice. And fighting, like, a, a, a tag team, uh, fighting, completing themselves in combat, it's pretty cool also. Yeah, getting to see them, them working together. I think the thing about the, the combat that really struck me was the way he portrayed Obi-Wan as being so comfortable mm-hmm. with the notion that now it's Anakin that is the more powerful one, the one that is going to lead a lot of times in combat. Mm-hmm. Whereas they... You know, back around the time of Attack of the Clones, they were really leading into this idea that he was kind of, you know, trying to rein Anakin in. And now as we get toward the last movie, getting to see sort of that acceptance there. Because even in the comics, you know, you get the feeling that, yeah, he's sort of starting to accept it. Mm-hmm. But since a lot of times in the comics you don't get inside their heads, you don't get the thoughts, you just get what they're saying, it's kind of hard to tell, well, has he accepted it or not? And I think at least as far as Labyrinth of Evil goes, you really get that sense that Obi-Wan understands that you know, the, the student has surpassed the teacher, and now it's the teacher's turn to learn, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. As a continuity buff, what was the the reference that made you smile? <laughs> uh, tell you the truth, the one that that made me smile the most was finding out about the building, uh, the, the building where Sidious was trained, mm-hmm. and finding out that that's the same place that we saw in the Darth Maul comic, finding out that that's, you know, the same place that was in uh, the Dooku training, that was the same place it was in Attack of the Clones and everything, mm-hmm. and finding out that that played, that, that company that used to own it had played a role in events that helped push the Trade Federation into being, they like sold arms to pirates, and those pirates were part of the reason why the Trade Federation had been allowed to have their weapons built up in the first place. Mm-hmm. But they'd always said there were raids, and they were like, well, we got to protect ourselves, so they were given the leeway mm-hmm. of the weapons. But they never really said who the pirates were, and to have it come back to basically being yet another thread of a Sith plot was awesome to me. That was a great reference. Palpatine is so a great mastermind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what can, uh, when else can we say about that book? Uh, I suppose you recommend it to everyone? Yeah, we definitely recommend it. In fact, I would recommend it to, I mean, even if you haven't read any of the comics or any of the other Clone Wars lead-up. Or any EU book. Yeah or, yeah, or any Expanded Universe book. I would say this is almost an essential lead-up to Episode 3. I mean, like, I'm sure you'd be able to watch Episode 3 and get 
enough out of it. It's not like, you know, it's something that's going to make the whole story not make sense if you don't mm -hmm. read the book. But it really is set up very much as if it's a duology. Mm -hmm. There's Labyrinth of Evil, here's Revenge of the Sith. Together they make one story. It's kind of like, I, I got a feeling that we're going to, I mean, obviously we know that the opening scene is going to have the whole chorus on mm -hmm. stuff because that's what it says in that crawl that mm -hmm. they've put up already. But, you know, I, I have a definite feeling like we're going to be dropped square into the middle of the action and just mm -hmm. be left running. And of all the films, I think this is the one where the immediate lead-up story is is almost essential. We didn't need to know how they got the Death Star plans for the original. We just knew they had it. We didn't need to know how they got to Hoth. We didn't need to know, et cetera, et cetera, on down the line. But in this case, I think there's a, there's quite a bit, especially, you know, with the whole how how the maneuvering took place to get uh, to get to Palpatine and mm -hmm. everything, uh, at least for the end of the book. A lot of that stuff seems like it might be necessary information. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, it'll make things in both movies make a lot more sense, like the building you know, that they meet in at the end of the second film. Mm -hmm. yeah, all that's the... Uh, that's it. And uh, with Dark Lord coming up, <laughs> with the uh, the other Lucino book, after that, the, the kind of a trilogy with both with three books, that will be awesome, I think. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I would, I'm, I'm curious how Lucino's style and Stover's style, to look at that as a trilogy, are going to miss. Because the last time we had a trilogy, a trilogy that was written by two different people where the middle book switched to someone else was the whole Children of the Jedi Dark Saber Planet of Twilight. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, these, these styles uh, wind up meshing all together because that one was was all right, but you could sort of feel that, that that a couple of things were kind of put in place because they realized, oh, crap, we're going to have to get rid of Callista. Mm -hmm. In this case, hopefully they've plotted it out enough beforehand that we're going to get to see this this really good referencing style and this really dark style mesh into a really nice hole. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah. Well, anything else to add? Uh, let's see. No. With well, oh, with one exception, uh, or actually a little two quick announcement mm -hmm. thing. One, the fan audio awards have. Nathan. Well, it's cutting me off. Okay, we're there. Care of, so we should have the award stuff done soon, and. Uh, Uh, Steve Molman of the Trade Federation is going to ah must kill this phone somebody's calling. <laughs> Molman of the Trade Federation is going to be writing a Star War or Star Trek novella. Wow! Pretty soon. Cool. So congr I, you know, whole fan audio committee congratulates Steve. It's it's a great opportunity. Okay. Yes. And Sebastian quick, has a question. Quick question for you before you leave us. Sure. Uh, what do you think of the subtle, uh, very, very subtle from time to time references, for instance, when Mace is in Palpatine's office and he's just looking at some statuettes and artifacts, and one actually comes from one of the moons of Yavin? <laughs> I thought that, that he's really good at adding in the little subtle things. The only thing that strikes me about, about the little side references is... Sometimes I wonder how different characters know certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, having, you know, Mace Windu saying, you know, or recognizing something from Yavin 4. When the heck, I mean, unless they were studying the old Sith temples that mm -hmm. are there, from or the Masasi slash Sith temples there, when would he have ever been to Yavin 4, you mm -hmm. know? It'd be like somebody who, you know, it'd be like having Luke, who grew up his entire life on Tatooine, sometime immediately after A New Hope, recognizing something as a statue from Korriban or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always, I'm a little 
weary of or leery of the whole idea. Well, if the reader knows this and the reader would recognize it, but if you're trying to describe it from the character's point of view, is that a point of view that that character would possibly have? You know, that's the one thing that's that. The one thing that Lucino does a lot more than others is he stays pretty well clear of doing the whole, like putting a th- putting thoughts in italics. Mm-hmm. He just kind of writes out the thought as kind of part of the o- the overall book's narration. Mm-hmm. So you don't get that separation. So sometimes it's hard to tell. Well, is this a point of view that that the omnipotent narrator has, or is this a point of view that the character has? You know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's just sort of a. No, it, it, it's a writing style difference, and I would say after after Labyrinth of Evil, after Unifying Force, I'm not going to question the writing style anymore. <laughs> it of Chaos had me questioning it, had me wondering whether or not he could live up to uh, his old partner's work, Daly's work, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, apparently so. Nice. See, just like me. <laughs> yep. So uh, we'll let you, uh, you know, cure your throat. Yeah, I will do my best. I'm going to be skipping out of work early. I've got a speaker for five periods, and that last period I'm going to split up the class and go home. They already told me it's okay, so cool. no sick day, but I'm basically going to be sitting there staring at the wall all day. <laughs> Milk and honey, and if you can find some, Buckley's. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Bye, Nathan. Alright, see ya. So this you was go. Nathan, uh, the owner of StarWarsFanWars.com <laughs> and host of Chrono Radio. Yes. So, Is there any more comments from the chat or something? Uh, well, Octavius did like the Jedi Trial, but preferred Labyrinth of Evil. Yeah, pretty uh, much like me. <laughs> there you go. The book, it does show that Dooku is losing his grip and that Palpatine knows that Anakin can defeat Dooku. Uh, I like the, the way that in that book, you ha- per- personally... Myself, I like the way that you see uh, a, a sort of a human side to Dooku, because you know he, he pities Grievous. There's a, there's he has a weakness. There, the entire chapter when we learn about the past of Grievous, we actually learn that you know it's like I kind of pity the fool because <laughs> that and that and that happened to him, and it's kind of a pitiful guy. No, I like the part when Grievous has captured Palpatine. Palpatine is just insulting Grievous on and on and on, and Grievous knows that. Sidious and uh, that Dooku doesn't want Palpatine to to be hurt or something. He wants to have him alive. So you know, Grievous doesn't kill Palpatine, but Palpatine continue on and on and on. You know, insulting. Uh, he doesn't want him dead, or he doesn't want him harmed. Yeah, armed or dead. Ah, because I would have beaten the crap out of Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> You're not dead, but you know, not yeah. far from it. Two or three, <laughs> two or three bruised ribs. <laughs> There you go. That's it. Uh, no, yeah, well, I guess the only thing I could mention for some of the speeches of Palpatine in there is Bush-inspired and Shapiro-slash-Rostini-approved. Hey, man, <laughs> if it was approved by George Lucas. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really nice. Uh, if he read the script. You yeah. Know, the manuscript, I, I, not the script, the manuscript. Yeah, no, but uh, it was. Uh, it's a very, very good book, and uh, again... Just read it. Buy it. Even no. if you're if you're uh, a virgin, unspoiled fan, just check it out because it will help you to appreciate episode three, episode three just that much more. Fan of movie that want to get don't want to get spoiled, try this book. Uh, anyway, 
just yeah. before, just before. Read and it if one week before or something. If you really don't want to do this, well, okay, fine. Buy it anyway now, and watch episode three once. Read it, then watch it again. Deal. You have <laughs> more explanation about the, the movie with that book. There you go. And, and yeah. probably Dark Lord were clear some details in the movie, the the book following exactly after the movie. Yeah, Dark Lord by James Lucino. You know. So that will be a great trilogy. Isn't there the uh, Isn't there the uh, Obi Wan's uh, The Last Jedi as well? That That's Jude Watson. That's Jude Watson. That's gonna I be. It's not tied directly to to that, but to the episode three. It's it's gonna be a good book anyway. <laughs> yeah, but Jude Watson makes good. But go James. <laughs> that was incredible writing. I think he, he went uh, like in Guatemala to write the book. Yes, and I, I really like the little uh, thanks at the beginning of the book. Uh, it? It's like for uh, for many blah blah blah. And um, uh, no, well, there's Pat Pattinson was forever urging to tell him stories. Uh, Richard Thomas introduced me to to, uh, to science fiction. Articulate, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Acknowledgements. There you go. Uh, Artfelt thanks to Shelly Shapiro, Sue Rastoni, and Howard Rothman for remaining in my corner throughout this project, to George Lucas for responding to my many queries, to Matt Stover for mm-hmm. providing additional material and creative inspiration, to Dan Wallace for sending me an early version of his prequel era chronology. So, essential guide, essential, essential chronology prequel. That's it. Times two. Cool. Uh, Aiden Blackman for graciously yielding some of the big moments. The staff at the Hotel Casona in Flores, Guatemala, for keeping the espressos the espressos <laughs> coming, and to Karen Hain and Jake for granting me the time and space to daydream. There you go. Cool. Thank you all of you, because that book, that was like a team effort. But James did ninety percent of it, and you guys did the other ten. That was like yeah, that's great. The new Bible. <laughs> the new Bible. I'm gonna swear by this book now. <laughs> so, anything else to add? I do not believe it. So, you just can't wait to finish it. Yeah, I gotta go buy it now. S- okay. <laughs> yes, because uh, I'm keeping my copy here. Or just like lending it to Brian. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, cool. Could be. Yeah. Brian, can you read it in two weeks? No. Okay. He said no. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's sleeping in a big comfy couch right now because it's getting hot in the studio. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason. So. Uh, the show. What was it? Oh, yeah. I wanted to say uh, thank you to um, our friend Jeff Roney from uh, GRD Online uh, Production because he did Tatooine TV. It's back. 23, yeah. Yay. There's two left. And all those yay in the Tatooine TV at the beginning of the show, they were not recorded by me. Nope. Kind of disappointed there. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm giving you material now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Did you do the countdown? Yeah, we we okay. actually had uh, somebody who actually sent me a number of days bef- remaining before the Revenge of the Set, so thank you very much. It was Dark Octavius. Uh, 94 days left Ooh. to Revenge of the Set. Under 100 days. Yes. It's getting close. Need to find a job. <laughs> breed. Breed. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. And, uh, yeah. After Labyrinth of Evil, it's worse. Because oh well you want to see the movie right away. You just want to know. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. Well, being a, a spoiled fan is one thing because I actually know the story, so it's not that bad. Yeah. There you go. So it's just the 
you have to wait until April 2nd. You just buy the novelization and get the pressure down. But you know what? Basically, being impatient is almost just like worrying. It's just like a rocking a rocking chair. Mm. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. That was well, Sebastian's spot of the day. <laughs> it's not the crazy theory. Yeah. We didn't have crazy theory today. We didn't have the crazy theory because we, we were not talking about this uh, George Lucas Legend of the Force fan film that is really not too that good. great. But, yeah, that's it. I promise you guys I'll, I'll come up with some crazy theories. Because we love when, uh, when we have... Well, you know what? I could always join just like one, just like that, just for the fun of it. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, what can I say? What can I say? Tomorrow, it's uh, the wonderful Valentine's Day. Wonderful Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, that would be bitchy. I can't do it. <laughs> but... I, I, I've got like nemesis and I really want to hit them but I can't because it just it's just not proper okay there's just ways to do that but you know what I think that George Lucas is a Jedi and I think he came to her to scout for the Jedi Council and to see if the Earth was prepared to join the Galactic Senate the Republic yeah the Republic <laughs> Brian's laughing his ass you're crazy man <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's one of them <laughs> only one of them Welcome to Sebastian's Theory. <laughs> and see, I just been slapped there with a big juicy trout. So <laughs> that's it. Just my crazy theories. So show ends. That's the show end. Our next show is gonna be on February twenty seventh. Our subject is still to be determined. Uh, determined. Determined. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not even gonna say. We might do this or that, because when I say that, it never happens. Yeah, so that's just not cool. If you have any comments on the show, or that you would like to make any suggestions for upcoming subject, or well, if you want to tell me that my, you know, hosting abilities are not that good, if you want me to host a little bit more, or that you're freaking crazy. Yeah. Or if you want to tell me, you know, you should host more like Kevin Pereira from the Screensavers or like Kevin Rose from the Screensavers, just let me know. It's a show they have in L.A., like tech, tech shows. Okay. Yeah, it's a tech show. It's, re- it's really, really good. Uh, just like, let me know by email at studio at com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show. And of course, if you can, add our URL to your message board signatures. Just spread the word, because this show is for you. We're here to talk yes, about you. what you want to talk. Yes, you out there. You with the headphones on, listening to us. And you with the speakers up to mid-level. Because and you, don't you wake watching up the Pro Bowl. And you <laughs> <laughs> watching the Grammys. And <laughs> you playing the Republic Commando uh, demo. demo while listening to us. Thank you. <laughs> so that's for you out there. That's right, you. We want you to bring friends over to us. And that's, you know, add your URL to the message board signature. Did you mention yeah, that? Yeah, I, I mentioned that. So that y- and you can do that with Messenger and all instant mm-hmm. messaging services. You know, if everybody who is listening to us put 
Star Wars uh, Listening under to it, Star Wars and direct and just put the the HTTP slash slash and the you know the IP code and uh, commas uh, and eight thousand you know put yep. the put the the link in your signature you know it might attract some more people. Just say just say when you're listening to us, just go listening to Star Wars on direct dot com. There you go. That's yeah. good. That's because it. now you can actually access StarWarsOnDirect.com yeah. by StarWarsOnDirect.com. <laughs> yes. So that's just cool. Thank you, Danny. So, no many thanks we have to, ex to, to extend right now for our sponsor, Sitland.net. Legends Action Figures, of course. Our web host, Simple-Net.ca. And the new Knet Radio, Internet Radio Service. Yeah, because we're broadcast... Uh, Simultaneously. On yeah. On this Internet Radio. So that's really cool too. Uh, our partners, the fan fiction Star Wars Redemption, SWRedemption.com, FurryConflict.com, Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict which audio drama. Which we'll have a new episode, I think. Uh, uh, pretty soon? Yeah. So stay tuned. Take, take, take a look at that because it's funny. There's See, like Star Wars tends to lead to Star Trek. We've had uh, twice the... The, the, the proof today so you know what tomorrow those of you who don't have valentines like me just call up like somebody from Star Trek and say I love you even though you're you're tricky <laughs> see th that's a good compromise <laughs> don't call my mom Sebastian <laughs> okay I won't Millennium Falcon Galactic Hunter keeping collectors on target T-Bone Star Wars Universe and the Galactic Senate message board available at StarWarsWithAZ.com and StarWarsFanWorks.com the home of Star Wars Fan Audio Remind you, there's 94 days to Revenge of the Sith Star Wars Episode 3. Whee! Did you get, did, did you got it out? No, I, no. Don't, I only have laugh. <laughs> I don't have... Way. I, I'm going to rip it for you. And, uh, no, no I, I will get it at some, some place. That's it. And uh, if you just happen to, from time to time, go have a drink with Gowron and have him write you a word that you're going to be late for your mom, that's just good. Ain't it, Brian? He's not just listening. He's, he's reading something. He's just not listening to me anymore. So, <laughs> for all the crew here at Star Wars on Direct, this is Sebastian. Saying, <laughs> see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. sure to visit www.swanzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. 
Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclon.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.cyclan.net. 